I am from beyond. Listen, and all you desire will be yours. Welcome to Spider-Man and the Secret Wars. Prepare for battle. was a defensive exercise. Yeah, best defense is a good offense. Or is it the other way around? Welcome to Prattle World. I am your host, the ever-amazing, ever-spectacular Spider-Dan. And in this podcast, I spotlight entertainment's best-kept secrets that a mainstream audience may find boring. And welcome to another edition of Secret Defenders, where I task my guests to defend their favourite movies that are underrated, infamous, or obscure. Welcome back guys and welcome to a very special edition of Secret Defenders where we're going to look at something a little bit different, something that I don't usually, this is not usually in my wheelhouse, but I brought an absolute expert on this subject, Gary Dixon. Hi. How the hell are you? <laughs> Hi. What's a wheelhouse? <laughs> wheelhouse, my wheelhouse, my, I don't know, my house of wheels. My house of wheels <laughs> that I just, it's like a collection, you just have a collection of different oh, wheels. wheels from, you, you know, you got your more. wheelbarrows, you got your trucks, you got yeah, any form of wheels, just like old ones, wagon wheels, you know, all oh, sorts. A um, wheel. <laughs> <laughs> Love a good wagon wheel. The jammy ones, so you yeah, got, definitely jam wagon wheels. Oh yeah, they're the best. Are they were they the blue packet was the red. Yeah, packet? and then the red one was the plain one. But that's confusing to me because it's it's red blue. should be jammy. Yeah, red should be jam. <laughs> it's like ready salt. It's like the Walker's crisp. Like they do ready the opposite. Salt. Well, what yeah, salt? Cheese and onion was cheese and onion was, was blue blue, but that's usually like related to salt and vinegar because of the sea. Yeah, and then. You know, and the medicine was red. Yeah, and then don't eat them. Yeah, <laughs> <Just> <laughs> don't, worse. don't touch them. They're so so plain. So I, I brought you on, Gary, yeah. and we're going to talk about. Like I said, I usually talk about weird and wacky films. The last one we talked about on it on this show was uh, an alien featuring an alien orgy. Um, you should probably watch that. We, we all did. like a good alien orgy. <laughs> <laughs> don't we all? Don't we all? Um, but yes. Yeah, so so today we're going to talk about. Spice World. Yes, we are. The yes. feature film featuring the worldwide phenomenon pop group known as the Spice Girls. Yeah. So, and you're a big fan, aren't you? I am a big fan, a very big fan, since it came out back in the day, back in 96. Is it 96? Wow. Yeah, so long it's time ago. 20 or so years ago. A long time. Wow, yeah. And, and like, listening listening to, well, watching the film and kind of listening to the songs again, just, like, even, like, I wasn't, I'm not really the demographic yeah. for the Spice Girls, to be fair. I'm not, like, I'm not the box that they would be ticking, like, because I was like, yeah, I'm not really into that. You know, I was into all sorts of other boy-related rubbish, you know, just Oasis. sort of kind of, yeah, well, yeah. If, even if I was into music, I was probably just reading a Spider-Man comic somewhere, yeah. like a loser, <laughs> uh, like an absolute loser. Um, but yeah, so so yeah, I brought you on because I, I mean I'd never seen Spice World. My sister was a huge fan back in the nineties. She had the video game, the very odd video game, the PlayStation One. It was great. Yes. They had very big heads, massive heads. They just like they were like someone who just like they're like ballooned, heads. ballooned their heads. Yeah, yeah a little they're bit. like dancing bubbleheads. Yeah, they were great. a bit like that. Yeah, it there was, was literally zero points of the game yeah. apart from making them dance. Yeah, there was no. And I don't think there was any progression to the game. No, I mean, yeah, that was the point of the game. It was just, I think, mean, it was just to literally follow the steps and make them dance. It was like yeah. a very early um, dance step. Yeah, you know, dance it, it kind of reminded me of. Uh, do you remember Parappa the Rapper? Do you remember that? No, but I no. feel like I should invest. Yes, that was kind of like it was a weird rapping game. Yeah, yeah, it was like a, it was like the early kind of Guitar Hero type, okay. rhythmical games. Yeah, um, those kind of dance. 
dance machine sort of thing. So that was uh, that was really interesting. But yeah, um, my sister played all the songs, so I recognised a lot of the songs from the film. Um, yeah. At least the cu- the choruses, anyway. Yeah, big kind of choruses. You know, wanna be and uh, two become one and Viva Forever and all the all the ones that you know. I was just like, oh my God, I know these, and yeah. I haven't heard them for about I twenty mean, years. They filter through into everyone's consciousness. Like mm-hmm. even now, like when you hear them, you know, like everyone knows wanna be. I know that song. Even if they yes. don't know the words, they'll know like Zigga Zigga. Yeah, even if they don't know that they're, it's by the Spice Girls, you'll probably know. Yeah. Like, to be honest, there's going to be some people who've lived under a rock or maybe you were born after the Spice Girls phenomenon. I think if people don't not. know the Spice Girls, they know the individuals. Like everyone knows yeah. Victoria Beckham. Yeah, he's, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah. Mel B, Mario Daddy Murphy. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, Ginger Spice. I think when yeah. you say Ginger Spice, people know yeah. what you're talking about. Yeah, let's start, let's start at the beginning. Let's okay. start, before we go on to the film, let's start right from the beginning answer me this who are the Spice Girls just to anybody who doesn't know okay so the Spice Girls basically I'll give you a background yeah uh, just a quick one so uh, there was an advert put in the stage way back when saying we're looking for a band so we're going to put this band together because predominantly at the time 90s it was the Britpop so yeah, it was yeah. like Blur yeah. Oasis yeah. all that kind of stuff and then pulp, it was a pop bit of pulp yeah, yeah yeah it was all that vibe wasn't it especially mm-hmm. over here and then I think in the US you had a lot of boy bands. You had like Bad yeah. Boys, NSYNC. Mm. We'd had to take that and they kind of filtered yeah. through. So I think there was kind of a market. Mm. So I think these managers were looking for a band, like a mm. girl band. So uh, three of the girls, Mel B, Mel C and Victoria, just went along. Um, they got through to a band that was made up. Um, Jerry came along later. She missed the audition apparently and just turned up and showed her face and went, I want to be in this band. <laughs> and her personality... Very ballsy. Yeah. And I think that is her, Jerry. Well, yeah. I mean, I think now we all know well people that do know Jerry they mm. know her ballsy bolshy character it yeah. basically just got her into the band mm. um, and then I think Emma Bunsen joined a little bit later on she'd mm. gone through stage school when she was young yeah, yeah. and I think they'd all moved into a house together nice um, so yeah and I think in the early days they kind of lived together lived in a house they were kind of moulding this kind of band that they wanted to be mm. I think they were living in a house for a while and then the managers that got them together they didn't really like so they right. just did a moonlight flit in the middle of the night um, so they just well they just ran yeah they just literally took they all just... their stuff left this house got in a car and they just literally went to all these management companies and were like you know you need to sign us we're yeah. going to be the next big thing had they, had they signed a contract with that particular person or? I think they signed some kind of contract but I don't think it was official enough to kind of keep them within yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it wasn't like legally binding or yeah something. so yeah. I think they went around a few people and then they got Simon Fuller who ended up being their manager and I think they kind of signed them out of whatever contract they were in ah okay yeah and then yeah I think in 96 uh, they released Wannabe yeah um, and then the I rest, think the rest, rest is history, history yeah, actually, yeah, yeah I think so Wannabe blew up now you're a, you're, a, you're a touch older than me aren't you just a little bit the ageist. <laughs> <laughs> no, just uh, like statistically speaking. Yes, I'm 36. Yeah, 36. So I think you were you were probably more of the kind of age where like how how old would you have been when the when the so Spice Girls were in their zenith? I was well, yeah, I was 14 when they came out. 14, and I think right. they were kind of around like three to four years. Mm. Two years was when they were yeah. other big. So yeah, my I'm early about, teens. I'm probably about ten, maybe. Yeah. I guess eight, eight, nine. So yeah, I probably wasn't like your experience of the Spice Girls is very probably quite different to mine. Oh yeah, because they. They were in my teen heyday, I think. Mm. I'd, you know, I was 14, 15, I was kind of just coming into my own. Yeah. Um, you kind of start looking at the world and seeing things and deciding what you like. Yeah. And what, you're, what you're into. Yeah. And the what Spice Girls. Yeah. And the Spice Girls just kind of. They literally came like a whirlwind out of nowhere. Mm. Like, one minute they weren't there, the next minute the whole world knew what Spice World was. Yeah. 
I mean, literally, they it became were. a spice world. Well, it was. It was just like a traveling family, and everyone was invited. Like they just grabbed the nation. Mm. It, they really just got hold of. I think there was just a point in the market, and there was something in the, the country void, at that time. Some void that they filled, and they definitely filled it. Yeah, yeah and it was phenomenal. It yeah. was crazy. Like what they achieved, what they did, and like, it's such a short space of time. I think mm. people don't realize that their zenith. They were around for about four years. Yeah, initially, roughly. Yeah, but it was two years when they were at their. Like their height, maximum, height yeah. of their powers. Yeah, definitely. And uh, I, I mean, I, I, I mean, it was the nineties were quite a, you know, turbulent time. There was a lot of change. Um, I think the other day when we were speaking about this, you were talking about like new labor was coming in. Yeah, because I think there was a like whole that. kind. Of, yeah, because it was new labor. Was the things can only get better. And it was, <laughs> you know, we'd come out like gonna be, gonna change. Everything's gonna be changed. Everything's gonna well, be yeah, better. Yeah, because you've had the eighties. The millennium have, is coming. You know. Yeah. Because you've had all the new, bad fresh. stuff that happened and then the 90s, it was all like reinvention and new. And mm. yeah, I think the Spice Girls just came out of time when, you know, the, yeah, like I said, the millennium was coming out, so things were all going to change mm. as well. And yeah. yeah, they just really caught, they caught the nation. Yeah. Like, I think you were telling me the other day that they were, or today even, where, that they, you know, they broke America, which is not not, yeah, a, not an so, easy thing to do either. Yeah, I mean, I, I think, to put it in context, like, because mm. people think, oh, the Spice Girls, whatever, but I, yeah. I do have a few facts. Okay, so I let's we, hear I think them. we let's need to put it into context yes. how big they were. How popular they were. So oh. they've sold over 80 million worth of worldwide record sales. Jesus. They are the biggest selling girl band in the UK. Mm-hmm. Um, they their album, the first album, Spice, and their first single, Wannabe, and uh, Spice World are the top biggest albums that there have been by a girl band. Really, wow! To now, yeah. Uh, they had nine UK number ones, six collectively in a row. Wow. They had three Christmas number ones. So Wannabe, like we said, it was released in July of '96, mm. sold over seven million copies worldwide, and it was the biggest selling debut single by a girl band. Made it to number one in America, which you know we've never, never done ever. Never happened. And it also made it to number one in twenty two. Countries. Yeah. Uh, the debut album Spice sold 23 million copies and it was number one in over 17 countries. Jesus. Spice World, the follow up album, sold 13 million and went to number one in 13 countries. And their tour at the height of their success uh, in 98 sold out 58 days from across the world and made over 60 million, which at the time yeah. was quite a lot. So I think huge. when you think about it, statistically what they did they yeah. just they were massive they were huge yeah i mean whatever you think about their personalities their you know their skills as performers or writers or you know musicians you've got to respect those kind of numbers yeah definitely. like no matter what like that's crazy those are those are crazy numbers and they haven't been matched since by google i mean i know you get like some good google yeah, now sure. but yeah they really just took it to another level and i, I mean i don't even think they... well that, that's another band to yeah i know together. yeah <laughs> Then we saw you with Dean Bowers. Oh, yes. Yeah. So, the, yeah. the, the Marvel team up that everybody wanted yeah. that <laughs> churned out not so great a song. Number two. Oh, yeah. How did that go? I can't remember. Got that to one. No, well, you're out of your mind. Oh, that yeah. was it. Oh, oh it's all auto tuned. Yeah, it got oh, to number two. God, that's awful. Victoria. She didn't get her number one. Yeah. Oof, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I can't sing that well. Yeah. No. Um, I'm not gonna, that, that's, that's about the limit I'm going to do for you. Do you have a favourite song by the Spice Girls? Oh, see, I, I like them. Is that hard? Yeah, because I like them for different reasons. Obviously, everyone loves Wannabe because it was huge and it was the thing that got them started. Yeah. I remember the first time I saw Wannabe, it was this one of them digital channels called The Box. You okay. know, you used to phone in for your videos that you used to see on like, one of these Sky channels that oh, you used to have. maybe. Yeah, maybe. And I saw that for the first time. And I just remember it was like these five... I mean, something called The Box nowadays might be something else entirely. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. One, of those, one of those phone lines you call oh, in. God, yeah. Hello. 
kind of uh, babe station thing. <laughs> I didn't see them on that. Although Jerry, you know, did a bit of. Um, oh yes, yeah, she did know, a bit of glamour, glamour, glamour photography back in a day. Yeah, yeah, and there's a few gags uh, in Spice World that kind of allude to that. Don't yeah, they? they do not to it. I yeah. think it's very tongue in cheek. Yeah, fair um, enough, fair enough. Yeah. But yeah, you don't have a particular. Like, there's not one that kind of like prefer to like dance to, or is the one yeah, you just I mean, you like think, to kind of sit and mellow out to. Or... Again, I think it's all different because, like I said, when mm. Wannabe happened, it was just huge, and it was these five girls running from a hotel. Just well, yeah, I mean, it's, that video is really in your face as well. It's literally like a kind of a steady cam, isn't it? They're kind yeah, of running, it and was, they're all like in. They're like jumping into the camera, like almost headbutting the camera. It was made to look like it was one tape, but it was done in two. But it was yeah. essentially follow you yeah. around, and I mean, I think it was done pretty fast. I don't think there was. Yeah, it, it looks like kind of guerrilla filmmaking, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, it was, so. and they were wearing their own outfits. You know, there wasn't any stylist there; yeah, it was just or them being there. Uh, so I remember seeing that and thinking, "Wow, that, that's this, very this kind of great. like that's like independent film, isn't it? You've got yeah. to kind of grab people's attention." I think it like obviously it really did, and it the, did. And and the it, music as well. Yeah, and like I said, I think it was just I saw it, and then they were just everywhere. Like because mm. when I went to number one here, they were already in Japan promoting in Japan. Of course, they were. Like, Every, everybody's <laughs> everybody's big in Japan. <laughs> Literally, everything is a big. So like, one of is always like everyone wants wannabe, and I think it's the one that everyone remembers. If you say Spice yeah. Girls, they wannabe, but then I think you had like Who Do You Think You Are, yeah. which is a great one to go dance yeah. to. And again, the Brits, everyone yeah. remembers Jerry Halliwell in the Union Jack dress. Yeah. Like, I mean, I mean, it's blazoned over their big bus as well. Yeah, and they're like, yeah, oh, bless her. Good old ginger hair, buzzins. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Do you think, you think like, I mean, nowadays we're living in a very kind of feminist. Yeah. Feminist world, feminist, you know, women fighting for their rights and being, you know, being in places of power, being in create creatively. There's like Big Little Lies on Sky is, you know, written, produced, directed purely by women and things yeah. like that. You know, the music industry. And we've obviously had a lot of kind of horrible kind of goings on in the music industry and the film industry yeah, that course, is kind yeah. of prevalent to that as well but do you think they've do you think they did something for this new wave of feminism yeah definitely i think they paved the way i mean i think obviously they were feminists before yeah know? of course yeah. <laughs> yeah but i think they didn't originate girl power yeah <laughs> i mean they, they i think they coined it and they yeah, very yeah, much threw it into uh, the public agenda yeah of course yeah. And i think girl power yeah it was just because that's what you heard wasn't it girl mm. power and then they were promoting this message and i think they just encouraged young teenage girls to go out there and be yourself i yeah. think because like i said you'd had all these boys bands and people and girls were like fancying them and guys or whoever yeah yeah want to be them or... but like I think yeah I think they were like these were five girls who just came from back, you know normal backgrounds like Melby was from Leeds Joe mm. was from Watford yeah you know these were just like normal people who just kind of had a dream to make it big and they said you know what? we're going to do this we're going to push this as far as we can mm. we're going to be ourselves and I think that's what people picked up on yeah. too I think it's like actually these girls can do this mm. you know they can push themselves out there they can make these dreams happen yeah and I think they didn't encourage girls to be uh, out there in a negative way they didn't no. sexualize themselves too much they were very tongue-in-cheek with yeah. their sexuality yeah but i think they kind of it was thought... almost like it's called in the film it's very much like a kind of carry-on situation it's almost like oh yeah. yeah, like, yeah, kind yeah, of, yeah definitely that kind of british tongue-in-cheek i remember they used to say raunchy like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think I remember when they said like you know they said to girls if you want to go and wear a bootshoe top then you go and wear one but you don't have to do it for the boys you got to do it for yourself because yeah. you want to feel good about yourself yeah. you know you don't have to be pleasing other people because if you're strong and you're mm. together and I think they actually promoted this togetherness mm. and you know girls standing up for each other it wasn't you know like girls picking on each other put it, they weren't like yeah. putting each other down they're actually they're putting raising, each other up girls, raising like, each other get up, together yeah. and do it and again I think it filtered into um, you know like, I think like the film touched on you know like, they they were in I suppose at the game 
gay bar. Did yeah, yeah, yeah. Spies, point, think, yeah. You know, like, quite prevalent gay bar. Um, you know, and it's the Spice Girls and the gay community like are up there. Huge, know, I can they, imagine. Yeah, you know, <laughs> the gay person myself, they had a very big impact on you know me growing up as a teenager. Okay. Especially at the time for myself, like mm. um, I was fourteen, I hadn't come out then, and but mm. like yeah, like I said, these girls are like you know be strong, be who you are, yeah. be confident. Yeah, you know, don't let anybody judge yeah, you. Yeah, you know, you know, you can be who you want, and I think I definitely fed into that, and I, yeah. I definitely felt that. And again, it's I think the reason why Spice Girls have such a um, you know a drive towards them or such passion yeah. about them because they represent a time in my life where I did go through a lot of change yeah. and I came out during the Spice Girls essential like you know the biggest yeah time. during their time yeah. Um, and like, again, it's the message that they had. It was like, you know, you can be strong, you can be who you are. You don't, mm. you don't need someone to tell you you can't be no. you. And I know a lot of, I mean, I think a lot of my friends who are similar age as me, mm. we all had the same kind of memories of the Spice Girls. Yeah. We were like, you know, there were these strong girls telling you to be confident. Mm. You know, like, I think when we were watching the film, we hinted mm. that Jerry's look was kind of very drag-esque. It was yeah, very over bit, the yeah. top. It's good, like, she's got very uh, thin kind of eyebrows, almost yeah, like painted on like eyebrows. The makeup. The makeup know, and the hair The hair's well. bigger, the boobs are bigger. Yeah. Depends, you know, and very I think, glamorous, yeah. Yeah, and again, I think, you know, obviously I can't speak for every gay person, no. but I know a lot of my friends, and I know for myself, they definitely helped me through a time mm. when actually, back then, it wasn't as okay to be gay no. as now. Like, when I was in high school, like, I got picked on, I mm. got bullied, you know, I, I got bottled on a bus once, I got <laughs> So that was still at a time when people were starting to come under more understanding. I remember being at school and I think I had like a Spice Girls badges on my bags and stuff. And like my headmaster took me into the office once and was like, we've never had a gay person in school. We've never had anyone do this before. So we don't know how how to to react. I mean, I think the only thing was just let let me not do games. I was like, just get me out of games. I don't want to change. I don't want to change in front of I don't want to change in front of all the other people. I don't want all that going on. Fair enough, yeah. To be fair, even if you were straight, there's still always... No one wants to do that. Everyone's no like, yeah. They're, all, they're always like, when I was at high school, they were always like, right, everyone get in the showers. Literally, no one no would go one in the did. showers. And if you did go in the showers, they would they would make fun of you, ju- pop their heads over, and be like, oh, look at your tiny knob. You know, things like that. Just what school like, did you go to? Like, <laughs> I'm, from Bla- I'm from Blackpool, mate. Oh, right. oh, yeah, Blackpool. Rough as shit. One word. <laughs> exactly. So, so it didn't, in that way, you, everyone thought everybody was gay and everyone worried that everyone might, might be gay or something like that. But yeah, that must have been horrendous around that time. I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I kind of like gloss over it now because I think yeah. times moved on as, as an adult. But I think yeah. at the time it was hard. Yeah. But then again, you've got these, you know, four girls who are representing you and they're representing your community and they're saying, mm. you know, you can be proud, you yeah. can do this, you can be yourself. And I think they really just, again, they gripped a nation mm. and I think they just gave a message that people needed to hear. I think yeah. people needed a sense of community, people wanted to yeah. be together. We were going, you know, we were heading towards the millennium. Yeah. The world was going to change, you know, we had the, you know, the millennium, everyone was yeah. going to change, yeah, yeah. and I think that they were just kind of spearheading the way for mm. it, and I think they did. And I think, I think that's really quite kind of responsible of them as well, because they, they had this fame, they had this popularity, however, they could have just easily just sat back, played it safe, and just raked in all that money. Yeah. But they had a message, and since the whole, the whole country was in love with them, why not promote a message of kind of peace, understanding, equality? Um, and I think, why, yeah. Why not? And they never hid who they were. I mean, they were very honest. Like you know, we're they, they always said like yeah. we're working class girls. Yeah. You know, we've come from backgrounds. Mm. We've you know we know what you know we know what life's like. We've not had it handed to us on a plate. Yeah. Um. You know, and I think they never apologised for being themselves. No. And they, I think that fed into their music, and it fed into the way they were. Mm. I think they all had a different personality. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, and, and I think that's I think that's probably what kind of separates them from kind of a regular kind of boy band or girl band, or even regular kind of just. Like, 
like musicians and stuff because you could tell them apart they're all very distinct they all have their own style and dress uh, and like you said their own personality and that kind of shines through yeah and I think people could identify I think there was one it was like it was who's your favourite Spice yeah. Girl who do you identify with remember like in magazines there used to be mm. quizzes like which Spice Girl are you yeah, it's and... like Sex and the City are you a Carrie or yeah, you, yeah exactly sort of and thing. I think everyone everyone had the favourite and everyone mm. wants to be like a certain one mm. um, a lot of the younger girls want to be Baby Spice yeah. you know the pigtails yeah, yeah. Because, um, like, the names originally came along, they didn't have, like, the baby sports, the ginger, posh... Okay. Who missed? One of <laughs> scary? Scar- no, scary. Yeah, scary. Scary, was, sporty, ginger, baby, posh. posh. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it was originally a magazine in the UK, Top mm. of the Pops magazine, mm-hmm. um, and they had a centrefold, and it was, uh, you know, the Spices... Yeah, like yeah. On a spice rack, and yeah, they yeah. had their face on each one, and they had like scary, sporty, ginger posh. Oh, all right. Um, yeah. Did, did they know that? They must have known their names. They must have known their like, actual names. Well, yeah, yeah, of course. But they but kind I of think... these were like nicknames. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, I think, and that, it kind of fitted their personality. Yeah. You know, you've got Emma Bunton, Baby Spice. She mm-hmm. was like the yeah, young, the young, young one, bubbly the one. Of, yeah. Victoria posh, you know, very elegant. Yes. Yeah. Mel C sporty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Mel B, scary loud, and Jerry. Well, yeah. Ginger was the hair. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, I think they fed into that. I think they were elements of themselves. Yeah. I think it was a parody of them, but I think it was more of an extension of themselves. It wasn't yeah. fake. It was mm. it was them, mm. and they were them people. And we could all kind of see ourselves in one of them. Like yeah. you know, we all like to identify as you know. I remember like Chats, oh, I'm more like Ginger and you're a bit yeah. more like Scary but yeah. I've got a bit of this in me and yeah. well I'm sure some guys are like yeah <laughs> depends what you're thinking yeah, mean, like, like one, of, one of the main things that kind of like the what drew me to like the Spice Girls to my attention more uh, was I was kind of I was in primary school I was kind of coming to the end of primary school and there was a girl I quite liked in primary school and they would always put on these kind of you know they'd like dan- do a dance and like yeah. sing to the Spice Girls and they would all be like one of them and the girl the girl I really fancied was like was like Scary Spice and she was like must have been like six seven inches taller than me and I was just like oh. yeah. she was like an absolute kind of glamazon kind of I was very kind of very attracted to her so I was like yeah Spice Girls are alright now I think <laughs> yeah yeah they'll, they'll do uh, I think everyone liked you know. them I yeah. think they had an appeal to everyone I think like mums liked them dads liked them yeah you know, they're yeah. like looking at the women, yeah. the young boy, you know, everyone liked them. I think, mm. and that's what I mean. I think they had that universal appeal. Mm. Whether you like the music or not, yeah. you, and you knew who they were because they were everywhere. Like, you mm. couldn't literally look anywhere without seeing the Spice Girls. They, they literally ingrained mm. themselves, especially in, in the UK. Oh, definitely. Uh, you know, they, they promote, you know, they did Walker's Chris, they did Impulse, they, mm. you know, they were just Pepsi. Yeah, oh, yeah, know. big big one. Yeah, Pepsi was a big one, I remember. Uh, there was like an ad, um, and they're kind of flying around or something, kind of like superheroes all kind of in black leather. Yeah, like they were um, just... I remember one of the videos was them in the kind of in the desert and they're throwing like weapons at this kind of glass stuff. Um, that, no, that was the video. Oh, was that the video? Yeah. Was that the same video? No, it's over there. Oh, okay. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. No, you're right. No, you are right. So that was the second one, yeah. But yeah. No, um, yeah, well, you're the expert, not yeah. me. <laughs> That's why I've got you. It was the video. That's all I've got yeah. uh, Actually, man, I think you'll find it was that video. It was, um, yeah. It's fair enough. You were talking about identifying with the spy skills. Yeah. Did you identify with a particular one and why why was that yeah jerry i think she was just so confident and so self-assured and yeah there was just something about her that really drew me to her. i mean obviously i like the red hair yeah. i like so i was natural ginger natural, natural um, ginger fair enough but i think yeah i think she just really she knew who she was as a person and mm. she didn't apologize for yeah. who she was and she was very articulate with her words and she was very yeah. smart and i think she was the driving force behind the band mm. i mean i know they all had their input and i don't think the band would have been one without the other but i think she 
she definitely pushed it to another level of where it needed to be. Yeah. She does seem like a natural kind of marketer, promoter. Yeah. Kind of, she seemed very quite, quite verbose. She was, and yeah. And I think, especially for me, I was a teen. I was a very quiet teenager. Mm. So when the Spice Girls came out, I was that little nerdy guy who stayed at home playing mm. on his games, yeah. read books, didn't really have any friends. Mm. And I think she had the attributes that I kind of wanted in myself. Yeah. Um, you know, she was like... So it's almost, it's almost like you didn't necessarily identify her. I didn't, but, you, but the, but I saw qualities to be, in her. Yeah. You wanted to be like her. And again, I think, like, the whole Brits performance, like, mm. when they, you know, it's iconic now. It's been mm. voted as the most iconic performance of the Brits. Really? I could okay. say, like, you know, she was there with this Union Jack dress, out front, out proud. She made that dress from, she had, like, a Gucci dress, and she got um, a t- tea towel. Actually, no, probably a bit bigger than a tea yeah, towel. But yeah. it was a towel. Mm. They just sewed it onto the front. Really? Was that now, it? Yeah. And, that's, and now it's like, I think, especially with the Spice Girls, that is one of the synonymous images mm. when you say, think of a Spice Girls image. It's, yeah. it's iconic now. Yeah. We, everyone knows it's ingrained into, especially in the UK. Yeah, definitely. It's ingrained now. I think to just see this woman who was strong and she was proud and unapologetic and so articulate and so confident and you know she 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 openly admitted she wasn't the skinniest person she wasn't the best singer yeah. but she had heart and she believed yeah. in herself and I passion think, she had a lot yeah, of passion and I think that's definitely what I fed into as a person and I think the Spice Girls I love but mm. I, I have a secret spot for Joey because yeah. I think she was the one that helped me as a gay person Yeah, she was the one that I you know looked to and I, I wanted to be like and I identified with and I, I just yeah I just felt the draw there too but obviously I like them all. I yeah, love, of course. You know, yeah. Melcy was amazing singer. Yeah, yeah. Um, She's I, definitely. I think Melcy's definitely got the best voice. Oh, of course. Yeah, without I mean, a doubt. she has got without a great doubt. voice. Yeah. Um, my sister always loved uh, Mel B. I think she loved. Like she wanted the big hair. And yeah. I think I remember my sister buying the shoes because uh, back in the nineties. Oh 90s, God, I yeah. think the Spice again shoes. They had these like shoes. platforms. Yeah. Uh, with like like. Well, six well inch in the movie, in the movie, they're wearing these. Yeah, like you said, six inch heels or like these big clubby kind of like Dan- almost yeah, like Danish clogs like, or something. Yeah. <laughs> I remember my sister used to fall over in them so many times. I think my mum binned them. I think she went out once and I think my mum was just sick of them and she threw them away. I remember her going, I'm sick of these because she always used to like, <laughs> she used to wear these dresses. Again, trying to dress it. She was yeah, older yeah. than me, but she was trying to dress like the Spice Girls. She wore these. Yeah. I think one, I remember going into a club once because she loved Mel B and she had this leopard skin top and she had a pair of like leggings or something, but she put her um, leopard skin knickers over her leggings and went out like that. Okay. And I remember That's... my mum just like, I've had enough of this. And I remember she, she threw the boots in the bin and then we were never to speak of it again. <laughs> I mean, that's a, it's a unique look. I yeah. mean, I've, I've seen stranger looks. But again, yeah. I think it's that thing, it was dress how you want, yeah, exactly. do what you want. It's like, if people laugh at you, yeah. just walk on by, you know, yeah. you know. If you want to, if your bubble happens to be a sports sock, why not? Yeah, you know? I mean, they had a song called Do It and it was basically just like, be yourself, you yeah. know, if you do whatever you want to do, you know, be confident, be proud yeah. of who you are and I, again, I think that filtered through and it yeah. caught there. I mean, the sales in itself kind of. I mean, I mean, to be honest, if you look at the fashion world anyway, there's some there's some weird choices going on And there. if you look at the 90s anyway, like yeah. when we look back at fashion <laughs> now, it's like... True. Although it's trendy again now. So. Yeah, it's back. Well, I mean, I, I still think we're like, we're rolling high on the kind of 80s stuff at the moment, I think, a lot. No, but 90s, is like, it 90s, 90s coming, hair? Is it creeping well, back? I mean, we don't have the hair, but like, yeah, 90s, exactly. 90s hair's coming I know back nothing in, of fashion. So. Uh, you know, a lot of um, Adidas wear. I mean, okay, I know Adidas yeah. has never gone out, but like, yeah, like Billabong and, um, mm. oh God, yeah. Just, yeah, like t-shirts and Kappa, windy gear. Yeah, all, all that, that kind of stuff. stuff. Yeah. yeah. It's very in now. A lot, of, so. a lot of brands. I think they all, most of them went, probably went out of business, but they probably, or maybe, 
maybe not out of business, but they're probably still about, but in a smaller capacity than what they were, I imagine. But, yeah. But yeah, I mean, it's it's such like the those stats you were reading off, you know, are kind of shocking to me as well. Like, like I knew obviously I I'm aware, you know, I I lived I lived through the Spice Girls. It sounds like a war or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, for some people it probably was. I think yeah. there was probably a lot of people that couldn't wait to see the back of the Spice Girls. <laughs> they're like, when's real music yeah. coming back? But again, like you said, they've they made an impact, like huge, huge, you know, paradigm shift. And they, yeah, and they just they did things that like you weren't supposed to, like when they met Prince Charles, hmm. they kissed him on the cheek and pinched his bum. Hmm. You know, like they didn't follow any protocol. You yeah. know, when they went, they met Nelson Mandela. Like hmm. they'd fed so much into the culture. Hmm. You know, they met the president in America, yeah. and again, they broke America. And they, and they and they got away with it because of these kind of. of big personalities they had it's because it was them if they, it was anybody else yeah if it was Donald Trump walking up oh, and pinching yeah, Prince Charles's ass well maybe not so much but again it was like I think the second album was called Spice World and it was we were all invited to the Spice World yeah. it was this bubble yeah. and everyone could come along for yeah. the ride and I think we all did mm. I think for Spice Girls fun, we took that ride with them and oh, literally definitely. went full pelt yeah the, this film was kind of it, like we were talking about their zenith the height of their powers so what kind of happened after that what what was so the film came out yeah so it came out at Christmas of I think it was 97 that sounds yeah, about right been, yeah, then, yeah. 90, yeah so came on the zenith and then they were, they were riding high the, it was off their second album and again super confident they later in the year they got rid of their manager Simon ah, Fuller was the manager okay. uh, Kim Fuller was the co-writer of the film with the Spice Girls so she was the one that actually wrote the film along oh, with them okay. um, although apparently she didn't let them see any of the scripts <laughs> okay <laughs> which we probably you might that, say you could yeah, be evident when you maybe, watch the film <laughs> yeah we'll get to that we'll get to that I'm sure. um, so yeah so I think they got rid of Simon Fuller and again it's this brand of girl power like we mm. can do it we don't need this man yeah. who's Tell us know, telling us what to do yeah. we, we can take control of ourselves yeah. they started their Spice World tour mm-hmm. you know the biggest tour that they'd had they'd done all of the UK that were going around Europe and then in May uh, Jerry left the bands oh yeah so I, so I remember so how did that how did that make you feel as a huge fan of Jerry and Spice Girls and the Spice World well, yeah so she left on the first well officially left on the 31st of May right they were due to do a performance on the lottery two, two or three days before I can't remember the exact dates and um, four of them came out and they were like oh Jerry's not well Get well soon, Jerry. We hope you're back soon. Mm. And then on Monday, a solicitor on the doorsteps saying, Jerry has left the band. Wow. Um, I was was devastated. Yeah? I think it was just kind of like this whole bubble that I've been in. in. And I think because Jerry was the one who I invested in or looked up to the most. If if anybody else had left, do you think you would have been as as devastated? No, not at all. No, No. uh, to me, it's like, because she was the band for me. Like, even though I liked them all... Hmm. Jerry was the one that made it, and I was just literally devastated. Like I felt crushed. Um, it was a very. I, I remember when I was in when I moved to primary schools. It was a very similar vibe because Tate, get, uh, Robbie had left Tate that. Yeah, and they had helplines and yeah. stuff. Yeah, it was like, like people, yeah, like, people were, were threatening to like commit suicide. Yeah, exactly, they were absolutely devastated. I mean, I wasn't wasn't that bad, but like, <laughs> yeah, I just remember feeling like I think Adele said this once. I yeah. think I heard it say it recently, but. It was the first time I knew what heartbreak really felt like. Like, even, like... It was so just... that's what all the songs are about. Like, well, yeah, I doubt <laughs> know. It was Jerry leaving the Spice World. Yeah, it was. I just felt really crushed. And I think it was just... Yeah, it just it rocked me a bit. It yeah. probably did, like... At the time, I was really, like, devastated. And I think more because I was due to go to the concert uh, Ooh, later right. in the year. Oh, because God, obviously yeah. they were going to go to America and then come yeah, back yeah. and do the finale of the concert at the stadiums. Mm. 
Sheffield was for here because obviously the winners bigger stadium. Yeah, so it was yeah. Sheffield and Wembley. So I because mm. that was my first ever concert as well. Right, I've never okay. been to a concert. So Spice Girls was my first, mm. and I was like, oh my gosh, I'm finally gonna get to see Jerry. And again, so when <sighs> she gone. And there was like, and it was just again, it's that uncertainty, isn't it? Like yeah. I've been riding this spice world, and then all of a sudden it's like, well, yeah. what's going to happen? What happened? That's just, the driving yeah, just, force. You know, she, yeah, like you said, she's the driving force. Now she's gone. Will they kind of limp on? Will they? I mean, they. I mean, they did do successfully for a while. Yeah. Um, they continued to finish the tour. Um, they did a Christmas uh, concert tour in the UK. Mm. They had a few more number one singles afterwards. Yeah. You know, so they did well. But I think mm. when Jerry left, that the spark had gone. Yeah. They, they were just kind of, yeah. you know, and I think it's sad now because I think I've obviously I've watched loads of interviews of why Jerry's left and I just remember saying, and it, it really, I don't know, she said like the cogs were spinning whether it was there or not yeah. and she just felt like she had to get off. She felt like Ginger Spice had become a parody and yeah. she didn't actually know who she was and now... She's playing a character. Yeah, a I mean obviously it was elements of her yeah. but she felt like Ginger Spice was bigger than Jerry Halliwell. Yeah. And I think that's where she was just like, it was going to have, yeah. you know, the Spice Girls were going to continue to do whatever they were going to do, whether she was I mean, there. I mean, nowadays we talk a lot about kind of, you know, I've, I've done kind of acting and tours and things like that. And I know the kind of stress of performance and being on the road and not necessarily getting on with the people you work with, but you have to do it. And we talk nowadays about kind of mental health. And, and, yeah. and there was a point when I was touring at one point, there was a point where I, I was I was being I was basically being bullied by the other members of this troupe and I sat I kind of sat a line in the bath one day and just was like, What if I just drowned? I've had, yeah. You know, just... and it and it's and it was fucking it was a fucking scary moment for me, but I was literally being insulted, abused, hit, you know, all sorts of stuff were going on on that tour and it was horrendous. Um, and it was supposed to go on for six months. Jesus Christ! I'm glad yeah, I only did, did three. Yeah, no. I only did three. But at the second, I was like, I was like, what if I just drowned? I don't think they'd even care. And at that point, I was like, right, out the fucking bath. Get out of the bath. I'm out of the bath. And I, yeah, and I think she did it on impulse because yeah. obviously I've watched interviews later, and I think she was just in that mindset where, like I said, it was happening whether yeah. she was there or not. And I think she was just like, I'm done. Yeah. And I think. After being heartbroken, I was really, again, empowered by it. Because yeah. it was girl power again. She yeah. was embodying that thing as, it's brave to, at the height yeah. of your fame to walk away from something that's huge and say, yeah. actually, this doesn't work for me right no, now. No, exactly. And to take I'm that not, step I'm not away. happy. It's okay to say, I'm yeah. not happy. And to, and to step, I think there's a lot of talk about people going, oh, you're a quitter, or, you know, you shouldn't do that, you shouldn't leave. And and uh, that's not the case. If if it's not right for you, yeah. you should. you do have the right to walk away. You do have the right to stop whatever you don't want to do. No, definitely. And I think for her to do that is a braver thing than actually staying. I mean, mm. I think initially she said like when they talked about the band, they were only going to do it for two years. I think, yeah. you know, the pop thing is fickle. I think they said, exactly, we're going to yeah. do this for two years. We're going to do it as much as we can. Yeah. Go and all I, out. Just and I go think all she'd out. had a conversation earlier in the year saying, you know, when this tour ends, mm. we're going to finish at Wembley. We're going to kind of go out on a high. Yeah. And, I, you know, I dispute it now, but I think at the time she told them like, when this tour's over, mm. I'm going yeah, but then I think she, you know, I think she just hit a wall, and I think she, she had, I think now we hear about she had eating disorders and there was mental yeah, health, and exactly, I think, you know, yeah. different girls had different issues yeah, and stuff. So, but at the time, like it just rocked my world, and I think it changed because I was like, were you were you angry at all at, at her for for leaving? No, I was just upset. I was devastated that I wasn't going to see her. Like yeah. I said, she hasn't died. Like no. she was still this <laughs> no, person. True, yeah. And I mean, she, you know, she came out the following year and yeah. she bought, she had a solo album out. She yeah. had. She did very well, from what I remember. She, she did. She had four number one singles in the UK. There you uh, go. You know, she covered It's Raining Men. That yes, that, huge. yeah. Um, that so, you know, like. What was that? It was for a film, wasn't it, that one? 
Was it for? It was. Was it for Notting Hill? Love Actually. Love Actually. Something like that. I mean, she she's had the most number ones as a solo artist. Mm. Out of all out of, the, of the Spice Girls, yeah. I mean, I'd say Mel C's probably had the best musical career. But yeah. At the time, straight. She's done a lot Girls. of. She's done a lot of kind of musical. I think she's done a lot of musical theatre. She did her Blood Brothers for quite yeah. a while. Yeah. I mean, they've um, all done well. Yeah. Collectively since. Like, yeah, well, you know, Victoria Beckham, massive. I, mean, I think on her own, her and well, her and David Beckham, they've got a net worth of like two hundred and fifty million. There you go. Because I was looking earlier, I think collectively the Spice Girls are worth over four hundred million. Sne- she she sneezes, you know, in her daily life. That's two hundred and fifty thousand. Yeah. I mean, pounds yeah. or something like that I something mean, silly you know fair play to her yeah. like you know I think she'd be the first to admit she wasn't also the best musically talented no, but no. I mean she, she's, she's a brand like Beckham yeah you know, she is yeah Phoebe, Phoebe, Victoria Beckham, like, like even if you don't know the Spice Girls or her past you know Victoria and I guarantee you, people didn't know the Spice Girls even though I love Jerry and yeah. you know I think if you say Victoria Beckham Everyone knows. will know. Oh, if you say David Beckham, yeah. they will know Victoria Beckham. Mm. So, but they, I think they all, for, for the most part, I think they've all done well on their own. They're, I think they've followed kind of Jerry's kind of. I mean, she did a kind of she trailblazed her own path after yeah. leaving, and I think they all kind of followed suit to some degree with some success. Um, but they all seem to have done pretty well. Some of them are like you know um, uh, Mel Beach judging yeah. all these different kind of musical shows. And talent shows and things. Yeah, I mean, obviously, I think we've thought about Mel B, you know, recently. Yeah. Um, you know, she got married and she'd had that abusive relationship. Yeah, a lot. I mean, she yeah. reportedly lost all the money yeah. that she earned. Um, Jesus. You know, she she dated Eddie Murphy. She's got yeah. Eddie Murphy. I mean, she's very big in the American public eye now. Yeah, yeah. You know, she's done American Idol. Mm, um, you know, she's, <clears> you know, they're, they're all, in their own way, they're all famous. Yeah. I think nostalgia um, and we all like to see them together but yeah true own. true is is um is emma bunton she does kind of radio is it heart radio yeah she does like heart that? radio um again ab- absolutely fabulous she's yes. been absolutely fabulous loads and that's a british institution yeah in true itself. well um uh, oh god what's her name uh, uh, jennifer saunders yeah she's the in the movie yeah she speaks to Pop, uh, victoria yeah. yeah yeah um yeah hmm. emma's yeah she's done a few things yeah and she married him because there was a boy band at the time called damage uh, I think it was way back yeah. then. I think they did uh, wow. a song called Love to Love. That was it. No, that was, that was the only song yeah, I remember. Now, now I know obscure comic book characters, but I don't I know obscure obscure pop. Oh no, that's your that's, that's your niche. That's your niche. Yeah, that's your yeah, niche. It's, it's a very <laughs> so, oh, yeah. so yeah, Damage. Uh, I mean, I could tell you about a character called Damage from yeah. a comic book, but I can't tell you about um, the band. Yeah, well, she married him, and she's still well, married to him. So, amazing. You know, amazing. and like Jerry now, she's Jerry Horner. Yeah, so she married the uh, racing car guy. Yeah, I forget his name, but yeah. Yeah. Wow. I, I, yeah, I guess we. I've, I've not really heard much about Jerry. No, Jerry's not really been the limelight so much recently that I can think. I of. think she's become like a lady of. Um, she's become a lady of leisure. Yeah, fair enough. She's become that. She's. I mean, she's done. Of, she's done the work. She's put. Her, she's put her time. Yeah, in. she's done a graph. She's, yeah, exactly. she, she's a very British lady now. Yeah. This, isn't she? Like the days of Union Jack yeah. wearing dress Jerry. Yeah. But I mean, again, glamour photography. You know, it's all behind her now. But again, like they. They got back together this year. Yeah, like they Amazing. had a UK stadium sellout tour. Yeah, uh, it broke Ticketmaster sales for the quickest selling tickets on there. They earned about fifty million. Supposedly, I haven't done the actual maths. No, quote but, really, but yeah, earned about fifty million for this tour. I mean, they did it without Victoria, um, but she probably doesn't need to do she that. Doesn't need like, to, like you say. But, but again, it's, it's the legacy of the Spice yeah. Girls, isn't it? It's yeah, like, everyone would have liked to have seen her there. Oh yeah, of course. Sure. And, I th- and I think she is still part of the Spice Girls, whether mm. you've seen them with them or not. I mean, there's yeah. talks about them doing Glastonbury next year. Nice, like a one-off. Yeah, yeah, like all five of them again. Yeah. So I think, but yeah, like because I saw them this year and yeah. I got to see Jerry finally. For hey, the first time. Yeah. yeah. 
Yay! Finally, so, full circle. Yeah, and again, Union Jack dress. She had a Union Jack like uh, well, Queen's outfit, like um, wow, like a kind of a... yeah, like the ball gown and nice, so, so, nice. Tiara, so. Nice. I got to fulfil my Jerry. I got to see Jerry live. Am I am I right him. in saying? Th- I was just like just you saying that about the ball game there. Just reminding Elton John. Am I right in saying that the the are they God is Jerry the godmother to his child? Oh, you know, I would have to look that up. I think I think it's something like that because I know he's very close. She with, was very close. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, obviously I think when Jerry left the Spice Girls, she um, yeah, I think she definitely got a lot of help because I think mm. she became friends with Robbie Williams. They had yeah, a, yeah. a little. Think. Um, yeah. You know, she became very good friends with George Michael. Yeah, of course. Because um, yeah. I think when she was younger, she had a crush on him. Yeah. And she always said she wanted to meet him, and then she ended up staying. She went and lived with him over the summer. Yeah. And then she went, oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, right. Well, I can yeah. be his friend. <laughs> <laughs> if I can't date him, I'll yeah. be his friend. Yes. Yeah, I mean, she stayed with him a lot over the summer after leaving the Spice Girls yeah. when all that was going on to, you know, let all that die down. Mm. Yeah, we're talking about her leaving, like, um, yeah. when she released a book a year or so after. Mm. I can't read it without crying. Really? Even now, like, I mean, it's her ages ago, but yeah. I think the way she talks, you know. Is it, is it like, is it full of like hurts and. Yeah, I think she just talks about, you know, she talks about life and how she got to this place. And then she just talks a lot about the feelings afterwards and, you know, how she felt alone and yeah. everything was going on around her, but she felt I mean, like she probably had to get like, off and... like you, like, like we said, like you weren't particularly mad at her for, for, for no, I was proud of her. Yeah. And that, I think that was really good, but I, I reckon there's a lot of fans out there. Oh, yeah, of course. That, that were like, you've ruined the Spice Girls. How dare you? You know, you've ruined this girl power image. You yeah, know, and I think. Going off on your own, making your own money. Yeah, because when she left, they were in the middle of the actual tour. Which is, and, um, yeah, which is pretty, like, all those fans, like yourself, could would have been pretty good. Yeah, because when we went to see it, um, they had um, things saying, like, uh, Jerry Halliwell would not be performing, so if you want a refund, you can have your yeah, money back. Because I think there yeah. were a lot of people with banners saying, where's Ginger, yeah. where's, you know, and I suppose, especially for a lot of young, you know, we were young back then, so yeah, 14, you don't understand. 14 years you and understand. under. It's, it's devastating, but I mean, it's fair play to the girls. They, they did well as a fourth piece, yeah. and, you know, they carried on for a little bit longer. Mm. Um, you know, they had a few more singles after. I think Jerry left at the right time. I yeah. Because they were all talking about solo thing, solo careers. Like, Melby had a number one a mm. couple of months after anyway. Yeah. Why they were still finishing the tour. They both um, got pregnant. They, yeah, yeah. When they did their last date at the tour, Victoria and Melby were actually dancing on stage pregnant. Mm. Wow, you amazing. Know, David, you know, David Beckham with Victoria yeah. and then Melby married one of the dancers. Oh, uh, okay. She was Mel G for a bit. Cause she, oh, yeah, I remember um, that. Yeah, so she married one of her dancers. So I think they took a bit of time out anyway and then they all did the solo songs, you know, all of them by Victoria have had a solo UK number one. Mm. You know, yeah, I, mean, I, I blame that on Dame Bowers. <laughs> yeah, she had a few good. I mean, her album's quite obscure. Yeah. Like, she had a few good tracks off there. Like, fair enough. Fair enough. Know. Maybe it's just a bit the wrong ones for singles. Maybe. maybe. But, yeah, I mean, you know, like because they did a reunion tour. Because uh, they did get back together. Obviously, they yeah, had yeah, a reunion yeah. tour. Yeah, they did do. Um, in the two thousands, where Jerry came back as a five piece. Yeah. yeah. Um, and you know that they did a tour and they did their solo songs on the tour mm. apart from Victoria who did a RuPaul's work uh, cover girl the song and she just strutted <laughs> up and down the stage <laughs> for parties but again she made her career out like, yeah. I mean the Spice Girls started off but she she's she's a dynasty in herself yeah she's she, like, she's her own kind of universe and I know what, she's a lot of people's favourite everyone loves Victoria mm. like, I think she gets like a lot she of people fl- like it yeah does she get a lot of flack as well though do you think no I don't think so because I think mm. like she's She's like an she's an identity in herself, isn't she? Like we'll talk about probably in the film, yeah, like sure. the Gucci dress and the yeah, black dress, and she she ran with that. And fair play to her, like she has amassed a business out of herself mm. and David together, like collectively. Yeah. So and actually, 
like I said, net worth of the Spice Girls is around four hundred million. Wow. She's worth at least two hundred about <laughs> yeah. herself. So you fair know, enough, fair enough. Yeah, you know, she, they've all done well, and yeah. I think you know they should all be very proud of what yeah. they've done. And like I said, they're still continuing to do it's it. It's really now. like like I'm I'm so glad I got you on to talk about this because this is again something I don't know that much yeah. about. I'm not that aware of, but this is why I like having guests like you on because it kind of opens my eyes to stuff I've I've not seen and not experienced, like the yeah. movie or or the music or their kind of backstory. I have no idea all these kind of facts and figures that you've, you've yeah. been spelling I mean, like, out it's amazing about, yeah because like the sales I mean they're so reflective and like I said they did well in America like no girl group had ever done that before mm. and you know British acts don't tend to do very well in America so to get a number one album and a number one single in America at that time and again they, they were massive over yeah. there and again everyone in America fed into Spice World as mm. well and you know got into the Spice Girls I think for me it's more feelings I think yeah. and again there probably is a bit of nostalgia there like yeah. for some people the music probably hasn't stood the test yeah. of time people probably can't even stand the Spice Girls but it's emotive for me yeah. and it does mean like, well, it, was a, it was a like you say it was a transformative part of your life yeah, you it, know you were becoming who you were going to be it was a time in my life and where, that's yeah. kind of assisted you I was, I was kind of growing into the person I wanted to be yeah. um, Gary Spice <laughs> 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 so like yeah it kind of it helped me form who I am today and yeah. um, you know like yeah it was just a very happy time in my life and I remember mm. being very positive and very vibrant and everyone was like yes yeah. and it was fun and Again, like, my mum was like, like, I changed a lot then because I, I went from this being this quite shy boy to dye my hair bright blonde, I got my yeah. ears pierced. Yeah. Again, I came out, so yeah. I think that's the nostalgia thing. I, I was, I think I was quite naughty. I went out when I was younger. I started going out when I was 15. Oh, I went out. Uh, first first club I went to, I was 13. Oh, okay. Well, you're always <laughs> I'm naughtier. <laughs> my mum used to, like, she said, I can go out as long as I'm home by, oh, it's so early now, as long as I'm home by midnight. Okay. Which, to be fair, when you're 14, it's yeah, quite well, my mum yeah. was really nice. My, my sister was I told, I told my parents I was going out as well. I didn't just go out while I was oh, no, I was quite My sister was a tearaway. And yeah. my mum basically went, if you like her, then you're not going yeah. out. So I was kind of like, okay, I'll be good. Yeah, you've got to And behave. again, it just, as a young gay person going to that, like, obviously in Manchester, we have a gay village here. Yeah. Um, and it was about, again, finding a sense of community. And I was 15 and I was going to these gay bars and... I was drinking WKDs and yeah. I was feeling all grown up and the Spice Girls were playing and again at that time they introduced so many other bands like over here we had bands like Steps yeah um, you know they S Club 7 S Club 7 All Saints you know they spawned a Bewitched whole, Bewitched I mean gosh we all love yeah. that double denim <laughs> as, as I'm wearing double denim <laughs> <laughs> exactly so I mean and all that music and it was it was just in that era and I yeah. think that's why the Spice Girls mean a lot for me because it just reminds me of that time when I was super happy and I was yeah. super calm I mean I, I am now yeah. you know what I mean? like, <laughs> yeah. I mean, as a young person coming out and as a young as a, as a teenager not even coming out as a teenager yeah. and as a young person finding who you are and becoming yourself it just helped uh, scope who I am and yeah. like I said I loved all the Spice Girls but that's why I had a thing yeah. for Jerry because she yeah. Jerry Halliwell helped she kind of she kind of epitomised what, I wanted what to you be want to be and what you were looking for she was the person for. I to be. Yeah. Like a lot of probably young girls and a lot of guys, mm. there was always that one who you wanted to be like. Yeah. And she was mine, so the Spice Girls helped me become yeah. who I am today, really. Yeah, that's, that's and really again, nice. And again, I still know that I can I can do every single dance right now. I know the lyrics. <laughs> I'm not going to. I know every we'll single... We'll have a YouTube channel. I'll get you back. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. We'll do that. Okay, deal. Teach me all the dances. Um, but yeah, like, I can still remember every dance. I can remember every lyric. I, you know, mm. I can remember outfits. Uh, last year, they had um, all the outfits. Okay. Uh, there was like a gallery where you could go around and look at all the costumes oh, and stuff. and. Yeah, like, cause my sister liked them as well, and I took her to this thing, and she was like, "I don't remember that." And I was like, "That was in the Istanbul concert. Yeah. That was when they made an appearance on top yeah. of the parks. That was so." Yeah, it yeah. just when I think about now, that's, I talk to people and I'm like, "Gosh, you sound like a super fan," and I'm like, "Well, I'm not, cause I don't, I don't have clippings of yeah. like newspaper articles, like." 
I'm surprised I don't have a tattoo because obviously I'm, yeah, well, you, you can't are, see yeah. but I'm covered in tattoos absolutely covered head to toe <laughs> um, and I'm but then because I, I was thinking about obviously doing this and then mm. I was like I always wanted to get on the Viva Forever video mm. they had these Obviously, because Joey Less, I think they were doing yeah, another. Yeah. So they had these animatronic. I, uh, I imagine that made you cry as well. The Viva Forever <coughs> video, oh, the Viva Forever song brings a tear to my eye because, again, Joey left as they were releasing that song and the whole kind of. It's kind of a little melancholy, isn't it? It's kind of like. It is. It was like Viva Forever, we're going to keep going, live forever yeah. for the moment, yeah. you know, the words and. Girl Power isn't dead, you know, that sort of thing. Oh, yeah, and it kind of yeah. felt like a bit like, not that it was, but I think no. something changed then. Yes, yeah, it, it shifted, it became it did, a different because, thing. Because, I mean, they had, they had Goodbye. That was released yeah, yeah, at Christmas, yeah, yeah. and that was obviously goodbye to Jerry. Mm. And then they did release another album uh, mm. called Forever in yeah. two thousand. Wasn't as well received, and again, I think they were putting more emphasis on their solo careers. Yeah, yeah. I know Mel C didn't even attend any of the recorded sessions; really? and it was done separate. So, okay. I think by that point, yeah. it was it was kind of running its course. Mm. And I think we were in two thousand now, and I think yeah. I think things have changed. And I think I think the music industry just does change quite dramatically. Like just when you think the public wants something, it changes. All it of a sudden, they want something else. Because R and B was coming through, yeah. Because then again, Girl Girl, like Destiny's Child, yeah, huge. And they were still like ninety. Even even Pink was R and B. Yeah, yeah, because their yeah. first album was very R and B inspired. So yeah, I think R and B was definitely the way it was going in the mm. early two thousand. A lot of people were wearing silver suits because we yeah. all had to be space aged, didn't yeah. we? So I think yeah, things were shifting. I think Spice Girls' uh, third album was a bit more R and B oriented. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. worked with a lot of American producers. Fair enough. And again, it was a style that was different. Yeah. Um, but you do. That's the thing is like you. It's hard. I think it's hard when you have a specific sound. But your sound does have to change over time because if you just keep doing that same stuff, people go, you know, well, it's the same thing you did. I just, I would just yeah. listen to your old album. But then sometimes when you do change, people are like, well, it's not like your old stuff, so I hate it. But I think you know? in every career in like music industry, there's always mm. that epitome of an album or an era where everyone, you know, loves an artist. Yeah, that it's thing. like a Fleetwood Mac rumors. And again, when we look yeah. at the stats of um, how much they made and the sales, that was in two years. Like, you know, over the space of two years, they had two albums and it was just a whirlwind. And I think like Jerry had said to them previously, we're going to do this for two years, guys, and then we're going to call it quits. But But I think think that's, you know, like quitting when the getting is good is quite a good thing to do. You know, you don't want to gamble your career or or you don't want to kind of slide down a slope. So I think that was quite, in a way, quite good of Jerry to to do that and to, to make that kind of business model and go, two years, that's it, we're done. You know, that's it. We can close that off. We're not going to have this slide that, you know, like Oasis or something yeah. have, you know. Oh, controversial. You know. They're still going now. You well, know? Yeah, well, well, yeah. The brothers are going. Yeah, the brothers are going. But, but, yeah. but they did, like, you could say that, like, they're, you know, there's a documentary I watched recently where they were, I think they were performing at Silverstone or somewhere like that, and that was, like, the height. And then from then, they did a few other albums, a few other things, but they kind of started really falling apart. I mean, it depends, depends on, you know, I don't know much about music, but that's, yeah. that's what I've got from other people and from the information I have. But, um, um, but yeah, there are a lot of those bands that kind of just slide and, you know, they try doing different things, doesn't necessarily work, and they slide even further and you're like, oh, well, if it wasn't, if it was more like the glory days or they should have, yeah. they should have stopped there or they do it with films as well. Films change, like people want a different kind of Batman or a different kind of this. But again, I think they've stood the test of time because like I said, they toured this year. Yeah. Um, did, did you get, you went to see them, didn't you? Yeah, I did, yeah. yeah, so yeah. I went to see it. And um, how were they? Were they good? They were great. They yeah. were amazing. Like, they filled up the stadium, it was sold out, the whole tour was sold out. It was, it was great. It mm. was, 
I think I did shed a tear at one point. Of course you did. I, I, I don't think I know I did, but yeah. Like, um, I'll be honest. This is the most emotional I've seen you. I think I know, most, yeah, most of the I'm, time you're dead inside. I, I am. <laughs> See, this is all the spice. When Joey left, that's what happened. I, I died see. inside. And then when she came back, I was like, you just, yeah. a, just like a <laughs> stone, husk stone heart husk, hugging my union jack tea towel to yeah. Jerry. <laughs> but no, again, but that's why because I like that she kind of did yeah. her own thing. And, she, and again. I liked Jerry as a person. Yeah. I liked who she was. And the thing is, the values that she had as Ginger Spice, she was still had as a person. And I think when you hear her talk, she talks a lot. Yeah. And she's very, but she's well, like, I never, I never really thought, like, when I, thinking back, like, I remember Jerry as being quite, you know, quite bullshit and ballsy. But actually, that's more kind of like Scary Spice. She yeah. was more kind of loud and She was loud and rough. Yeah, she was like, Jerry had in your more face. To say. Yeah, and like, she is, like, even in the film, she comes across as like, she's very eloquent, she's very educated. Yeah. And, and obviously, they're all very educated, but they play to their kind of stereotype and they even make jokes about being stereotyped and yeah. stuff within the film again I think I have a bias like I said, yeah. they, they all you know I could, I'm sure you could get someone else who will talk about how amazing they'll be is. and she yeah, was sure. you know like yeah, sure. I have much respect for all of them I have respect for people that want to go and do things that they want to do yeah. I you know I have respect for women that are empowered yes, and you know they believe definitely. in themselves and you know and again, they fed into that. So I have much respect for each one individually. You know, mm. Victoria, like we said, she's done amazingly well. Mm. You know, they've all done well in their own in their own right. And mm. like I said, I think it's a credit to them that they have stood the test of time. And they are fixed now, yeah. iconically, in British culture. Mm. Like the Olympics in 2012, they got back together and they came out on top of taxis. <laughs> like, do you know what I mean? Like, how British can you be? Yeah, that's true. And again, that's we'll true. talk about the film. It's like embedded in like British, yeah. like London. Yeah. You is. know, I think, they were very they were very proud from being from the UK mm. um, yeah I think they made me yeah I'm, I'm proud of them girls they probably don't care that I'm proud but no. I'm very proud of them girls that they did a lot for I think country. I think they'd be very proud of you Gary I, I yes. think I think that like the the effect they had on you and, and how like your story is quite you know it's a very yeah. touching story it's probably the most touching story I've had on this silly podcast Jerry if you're <laughs> listening I really want to meet you <laughs> <laughs> Gary they would make Gary's life you would literally they would yeah. make Gary's you life you would make me cry more than yeah. you cry more <laughs> <laughs> but I think that's I think it's a really like it's really amazing to hear somebody who's you know such a fan of of something and somebody and their and the effect that it's had on you like yeah you know I can talk about you know being bullied and like I can see you know relating to Spider-Man and stuff but you know and that's that's my own personal journey and that's my own thing but like I would have been like in my day I would be like oh Spy School's not really my thing I mean I'm like I said I'm not the demographic they're going after but you know I did a, I, like looking back on them now I appreciate them kind of retroactively what they did and and how they made you know changes and in you know pop culture britain you know feminism all these different things but it's it's really nice to hear you know someone's kind of growing up and growing through that and transforming and and being influenced and inspiring someone yeah. to become who they're going to be and becoming a great person like yourself oh, thank you, you know so on that note on that lovely beautiful touching note let's talk about the movie finally yeah we should, we should. everyone tuned in they're like what about the film they're like yeah we, yeah we know about the Spice Girls thanks I'm, we are fans of the Spice Girls um, we know those stats and statistics as well um, so yeah let's talk about the film so it's a film <laughs> it's a film I mean yeah it's, it's very it's it's very much in the kind of vein of those kind of hard days night kind of the monkeys those kind of wacky films of the that just kind of feature the band the it's satire yeah it's it's a parody of themselves yes definitely fed into the characters you know the baby sporty scary ginger yeah. posh it's, yeah, yeah. it's that it's yeah. kind of essentially that it's it's not apologetic at how bad it is i don't think, and I, think <laughs> no. I think even now they would yeah. say like you know it 
it's great. It's it's, f- it's fun. <laughs> it's definitely it's a it's a it's a fun romp. I, I'd say not all the kind of the jokes work or, or, yeah, or all the, the characters like so many cameos though. Like so like I think everybody wanted to be involved in this film because they love the Spice Girls, love the what they're doing. Um, you've got Elton John in there, Bob Hoskins, um, yeah, Richard E. Grant, Richard O'Brien, Richard O'Brien, uh, Dame Edna. Um, Jennifer Saunders, I mean, Elvis Costello. You know yeah. the, the list goes on. It's crazy. from Casualty. I um, mean, like, yeah. <laughs> um, what's his face from uh, The Wire? Dominic something. I can't remember his name. Yeah. Uh, he's got a very brief part. Uh, M- Michael Barrymore. Um, yeah. yeah. Few other kind of <laughs> yeah, yeah. few other controversial. One controversial cameo was cut. Uh, we won't go into that though. I'm sure you can uh, guess what it is. Go on the IMDb. I'll tell you. Just yeah, go on the IMDb. Yeah. Um, You'll but, know when you hear the song. Yeah, yeah. There's one of the songs that they, uh, but it's not their song. But yeah, you'll get the idea. Anyway, um, yeah. Um, do you? Do you uh, where would you rate this in? Like, if, like all the films you've probably seen, is this like a guilty pleasure or? Oh, I mean, it's not guilty. <laughs> not at all. I love it. No, I mean, it is what it says on the tin. I yeah. mean, I'm not going to stand. I mean, I love the Spice Girls, mm. but I can't. I'm not going to say it's the best film that's ever been made. I'm, yeah. Like I said, I'm pretty much sure they would say it's not either. But again, they they were like this marketing machine, and they just were like, you know. Yeah what let's just do a film why not and they just did it if cliff richard can do a film on being on a bus why not you know he did numerous films he did he, he did so... we're all going yeah. on a summer Some holiday <laughs> uh, uh, no it was it was tragic but it's tra- <laughs> uh spice world was tragic. i don't think it's i don't think it's tragic I just, it was tragically great like, yeah it's one of them films that are so bad they're amazing i think it'd be a guilty pleasure for me i know it's not maybe a guilty pleasure for you but if i saw it again i'd be like yeah i'll watch it you know it's an hour and a half and you know it'll fly by i hope i hope it was an hour and a half you say that the end when it came to the end you went is that it <laughs> <laughs> i was like is there not more <laughs> it's very like I think with a lot of kind of musical films or music films um, where it's pretty much just their songs back to back or the performance yeah. back to back the, the stories are always a bit thin I watched Grease 2 recently and one of the best films ever <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, well I'll, I'll tell you what Grease 2 is better than Cats I'll say that I will say that hands oh, down oh I mean especially after seeing the new Cats yeah that, um... that new trailer looks horrendous oh, um, yeah. but I, I never really like the musical it's a lot of wanky actors doing Cat, cat, yeah. cat acting. I just, oh, like, and, James, and, I, and I'm a wanky actor, so it must be pretty wanky if I hate it. And James Corden as a cat does not look good. No, and and Jason Derulo. I mean, if yeah. he's in the film, you know, it ain't gonna be that good. Nah, true. So, um, so, no offense, Jason. No, so Jason. Yeah, but we're not we're not looking forward to that, and we won't be watching it. But I saw like the my friend showed me the the stage show a few years ago, and it's there's no, like <laughs> there was a behind the scenes video before they released the trailer. They released the behind yeah. the scenes, and they were like, yeah, this narrative, and I was like. There's no fucking narrative. Yeah, when it's, I saw the trailer, I just kind of thought it was like an in the works trailer. Like I yeah. didn't realize this is what you're gonna say. No, no you should have just watched the behind the scenes. There's yeah. a behind the scenes one where they're interviewed about it, and you can see them without the CG. But then the other trailer has all the horrible. I mean, CG. I'd rather watch vines or funny videos of cats, to be honest. Like... Yes, actual cat videos. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so we're diverging. So. What is the plot, Gary, of, of Spice World? Um, you can ne- try and nail that down for me. The, the plot is essentially about the Spice Girls. It's essentially them getting to their gig on time. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just about them being at the peak of the career. They're about to perform in the Albert Hall. Doing Working the, very hard. Tight yeah, schedules. Doing the biggest concert of their career so far. Um, it's about uh, a journalist, essentially, who's there to bring them down, um, mm. to ruin their career and to get the band to break up before it gets to their gig. Right. I mean, 
That's it in a nutshell. <laughs> yeah, roughly, yeah. I think I think that's probably the best description of the plot we could possibly gather. I mean, I'm sure between the two of us. Subplots. There are su- there are subplots. There's um so there's Alan Alan Cummings in it. Yeah. Um, so... And he plays a documentary filmmaker. Yeah. Um, and he's trying to kind of capture the most intimate part of the Spice Girls, get to their real yeah, trans- the nitty gritty, yeah, serious, is, yeah, documentary. serious documentary. What's at the heart of the Who Spice are the Girls? Spice Girls? So what's their past? Let's see them cry. All this sort of stuff. And and I really like Alan Cumming as actor, but this is the most kind of Spinal Tap element of yeah. the film, and it for me it really didn't work. The the, the I, I just it was, it's got a very bland character. Um, they don't really do much. They just keep turning up and not being able to see the Spice Girls or talk to the Spice Girls. Yeah, I mean, I, I think it was definitely great to have him in it. Yeah, you know, yeah. Don't get me wrong. I like I like Alan no. Cumming, and I like him as an actor and performer, but. I think, yeah, it was nice to have him in it. I don't think he gave much... I think the film wouldn't have been worse off without him. No, I think you could have cut that whole subplot out of it. Because it doesn't it doesn't really do much with it, even in the end. They're kind of like, eh. Um I did quite like the, the kind of meta film narrative. So they're kind of these, these studio guys are pitching yeah. a film to the, the manager. But the film within the film. Yeah, it's a film within a film. And it kind of, in the finale, he's describing what's actually happening yeah. to the girls. To actually make a film. Yeah, and he's like, oh, it's gonna be, there's going to be a jump over the, you yeah. know, the bridge. Uh, and then it's like well maybe not and then they're going to turn up right now and then Richard E. Grant starts strangling him saying yeah. you lied after watching it this time I was like he has the longest arms in the world because he goes to yeah. strangle his neck and it's like, it's like, yeah, like it's so like, long I was like I was like how you know, it's just, it was like Mr. Fantastic yeah, or Fantastic something like yeah, stretchy arms yeah. <laughs> stretchy throats choking yeah um, I think out of all the actors they asked to come in Richard E. Grant definitely embodied that crazy manager who was just spiraling into yeah. despair to try and <laughs> do his job with all the like everything that was just going against him all the time like he definitely embodied that oh, character yeah. I think I think Richard E. Grant is great at showing kind of stress and yeah. tension he has that vein and, doesn't yeah, he and, and, like, and desperation and he looks like really again really wanky because uh, he's got these horrible sideburns and this horrible like see you cr- see wanky I actually quite like them like, do you really? yeah oh like, no he made his face look longer he looked like one of the bloody Giuseppe twins from EastEnders oh back, gosh yeah <laughs> back in oh, the day those horrible little yeah those kind of weird lines yeah just a, like like I, I mean we both got very handsome beards you know and I don't think I could style <laughs> my beard anywhere near that yeah. without accidentally cutting it off and ruining the whole thing yeah you know it's just so so like those really thin tashes those LG type beards, I can never do those. Um, but yeah, I love I love Richard Ian Grant in pretty much everything I see him in. Yeah, he, yeah. he's a bit he's a formidable actor, isn't he? I think. And, and I think he was a really good kind of energy to bring in to kind of match the Spice Girls kind of crazier, wackier energy. Yeah, but he was like the craziest in going insane. Crazy. Yeah, so he's like a negative crazy, but they're just like, yay, let's I do. I think it was things. negative to the point of getting the job done and getting them to where they need yeah, to be. Yeah, yeah, he's negative. No, I don't think he was like an evil guy, but he was just super stressed out. Yeah. Roger Moore, he's the, he's the guy in charge, with isn't the, he? With the riddles. Yeah, like he's got the... he's got all these kind of weird phrases and sayings and idioms, and he's constantly stroking a pig. Yeah, it goes from a cat and then a pig. Yeah, it yeah. A pig. they were like, no, it's better if it's a pig. I think they were, they were obviously quite obviously alluding to the kind of James Bond yeah, and stuff. And there's and there's even a bit where Posh Trice dresses up as Honey Lemon from Doctor No. She's got like the bikini and the blonde Hello, hair. And yeah, Hello, and she's like Mr. shaking Bond. all stirred. Yeah. And there's a bit where he's like, oh, um, I think Richard E. Grant's saying, oh, I don't want to stir anything up. And he's and and um, Roger Moore's making a cocktail. And he's he's shaking, shaking the cocktail. It. And he's yeah. like, it doesn't need to be stirred. And I was like, oh, that's quite a clever little pun. Um, but yeah, that was that's that's. 
he's kind of like this weird supervillain, but again, nothing really happens with him. He's just like, yeah. just get I think the... essentially, like, you got Richard O'Brien, yeah. who's the undercover reporter, who's there. Yeah. To My lookalike. Yeah, yeah, he is. Without the beard. And, yeah, without yeah. the beard. Yeah, yeah I, can, uh, I can look a little creep. I can do a creepy O'Brien. I can yeah. definitely. Creepy O'Brien. <laughs> creepy O'Brien. <laughs> That's his nickname. Um, yeah, no, he does that character quite well. I think he's yeah. there to bring down the spy skills to. You know, put them in scenarios that give negative press. Yeah, yeah. Ideas. And again, of, they twist. I mean, that's quite it's quite modern, kind of modern fake news. Kind well, of it was reflective well. of what was going on with the Spice Girls because obviously yeah. they were riding high on this wave, and so everyone like, wanted to pull them down. Yeah, I mean, obviously, I don't want to lose to Jerry, but she had the uh, topless pictures that came out. Yeah, yeah. And again, family-friendly band. You know, these young girls look up to these women, mm. and then you know, you know, you got Jerry on the front page with her boobs out. Yeah. Great boobs. And there's, and there's I mean, a lot, yeah, and there's a lot of there's a lot of like jokes about you know, um, oh, we should stop like being our stereotypes and and like and they all look at like their kind of stereotypical thing. Jerry looks directly at her chest and covers her chest. Yeah, up. and then when the child's um, in the coma, the bed, <laughs> and then he's like, "Why don't you show your boobs?" And it's like, "Well, he can't see because her eyes are shut." And then yeah. he just opens. His yeah, eyes it's like, "Well, I'm not in a coma anymore." Yeah, and the dad looks very happy as well. To be but... fair, to be fair, like if I was if I was in a coma. If I was a teenage boy in a coma, if someone said that, I probably would wake up. Yeah. <laughs> you know, fair enough. Um, you know, hormones and everything. <laughs> but yeah, the, yeah, the dads. There's a lot of kind of uh, alluding to it. But like, it's, it's fun. It's it's, it's not. It's not yeah, think, it's not creepy or weird or well, maybe some bits. I think they knew adults were going to come and see this film as well as, yeah. well as kids. And kids aren't going to get the innuendo jokes. They're just going to see the Spice Girls yeah. and enjoy that. So exactly, I think it definitely yeah. tailored to a bit of crew humour, but yeah. Then, not in a. There's kind of way. yeah. It's kind of like a Shrek. Like you're making some of it. Some of it's quite blatant. I think even as a child, you would probably like children aren't stupid. <laughs> they can they can pick up on yeah. innuendo and stuff. But I think some of that was a bit. It's not not as subtle as a Shrek, but kind of there was there was elements of that. But I you know what surprised me? Like all the acting from the girls is quite over the top. Like sporty Jerry. Baby and and you know Mel B as well. Scary, did I say scary? I'll yeah, say, yeah. Already said scary. Sports scary. Baby and Jerry. But Victoria's acting is actually Victoria was amazing. Like, she's she actually was quite good one. at acting. And I was like, I was like, that was the one person I thought would be the weak link. I think she was just quite being good at being herself. She really yeah. played up to the parody of mm. Victoria posh vibes. But yeah, it wasn't. But it wasn't over the top. It was know? just her. It was oh, just I kind of. It was, her. it was more naturalistic than all the other girls. Like it doesn't. Her performance doesn't match the others. But it's more genuine. And I think she definitely has some of the best one-liners. Oh, easily, like, yeah. You know, the little Gucci dress. <laughs> um, you know, it's it's silk. Yeah. Like, it's, no, it's, it's dry clean only when she gets falls in the oh, water. Oh, God, yeah. You know, and the, the bit where they're doing the army training. Oh, see, that's my best part of the whole film. Like, Victoria, <laughs> like there's a bit where uh, Michael Barrymore, um, he's an army instructor, he's a dance instructor, mm. so they go for like an army boot camp workout. So all the other girls are climbing over obstacles, falling in water, and uh, Victoria's just there in a Gucci army dress, mm. high heels, just strutting all the way down, <laughs> not doing one bit of the exercise. I mean, she is working it. She's oh, totally she working it. I mean, she yeah. did that workout while she yeah. worked it. Well, yeah. I, mean, she, I mean, it's probably muddy, quite muddy as well. Oh, so yeah, she's probably walking heels on grass. Yeah, exactly. I think that's quite a skill. She probably like to, to not sink into the ground. Yeah, exactly. You know. I, think I, I mean, I've done that in not even in heels. I've just gone, you know, straight and, in. I mean, it gave us you know strength and courage in a wonder bra. I mean, yes, you know, With strength and courage in a wonder bra. What a phrase! Exactly. Again, timeless. People yeah. say that now. Like people do say that now. I've had people say like that line to me when I said the Spice Girls. You know what? I, like, I've never. Is is that quite? Is that in one of the songs? Is it in one of? The... It's just in uh, one of the quotes. When it's well, just, it's the just bit that the singing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I like I've. 
you know, I'd never, I never heard that, so I thought maybe the way you said it was like maybe it was kind of like one, like in one of the more iconic songs. And again, they focus on good part, like Bob Hoskins. Jerry yeah. Hallowell turns to Bob Hoskins. Yeah, and yeah. It's like equalization of the sexes. Yeah, yeah. Girl yeah, power. Very much. And that's Bob Hoskins saying it as, as Jerry. Jerry. Yeah. Jerry so, as Bob. Wonder <laughs> Woman. Yeah. It's been in the um, so, uh, but yeah, I thought they were all they were fun. There was there's a, there's like I genuinely laughed at stuff. So it's yeah. it's not like oh my god, this is dire horrible comedy. It's there is stuff to laugh at. It's, it's stuff to have fun with. Can we talk about the sixth Spice Girl? <laughs> <laughs> the uh, the pregnant pregnant spice <laughs> yeah um, non entity spice yeah pretty much pretty much <laughs> I think she was the human element she was the non celebritarian yeah. element so it was it was, tr- it was I guess it was trying to kind of ground them in reality yeah it. I think yeah. she was like the other girls have found fame they were, yeah. you know they were still being themselves but yeah. I mean, they were busy doing world tours doing mm. photo shoots and stuff where yeah. she was this. Pregnant woman who followed yeah. them around. Yeah, she's just like, I'm your friend, and they're like, and, uh, I'm Mel, your Mel B. Until Mel B. we leave you. <laughs> Mel B went so Yorkshire. She was like, How's baby? How's baby? How's yeah. baby? And I was um, just like, Oh God. Although I, did, I felt sorry for her, because the amount of times that she just left her, like, what is it? Um, yeah. They went to a club, and this guy goes up to her, the friend and goes, Who are you? And she's like, I'm a nobody. And then just leaves. Yeah, she went, He was like, You part of the Spice, Spice World Girl. or something, or Spice Girl Posse or whatever. And she goes, No, I'm nobody. And he goes, oh, oh, I need to go over there now. And <laughs> well, he wa- walks over there, and then she just leaves. Yeah. She, like, like, and, and none of the girls chase after her. None of the girls say anything to her. None of the girls question why she's left. <laughs> she's kind of upset herself by saying she was a nobody. Like, no one else has said she's I a nobody. I know, bless her. Um, and then, but then later she comes back. And they take her to a club. They go to the gay bar. It's like yeah. Ministry of Sound. Um, you know, and, they're dance- and then the girls are like, we're going to go dance. To and our she's own like, song. And she's like, oh, this is our song. We've got to dance to it. And then she's like, okay. And then she's like, she just stood up there kind of like, kind of like, she's dressed like, you know, just like an average, but like not someone who goes clubbing. Yeah. You know, it's just like, and then all of a sudden the waters break and and the girls barely notice. And eventually she's like keeled over and they're like, oh my God, she's pregnant. Yeah, but then they get us at the hospital. Then you've got the dramatic bus journey they get us in the hospital. Oh yeah, I've got to get her on time. Is posh driving? That's posh yeah, driving, driving, the, driving the bus. Yeah, in heels. Yeah, because normally Meatloaf is driving. Yeah, exactly. Is driving the bus. Um, yeah, and he, he goes, that's my bus. I mean, only Victoria can drive a bus in heels. I, well, I, I mean, I, I don't think anyone's allowed to. <laughs> I think there's a law against but that. But we're in Spice World. You can sorry, yeah, it. sorry. It's, it's, like, a, it's a different, it's a universe. <laughs> there's laws unto, you know, no themselves. <laughs> but yeah, so, uh, but then they get to, the, yeah, and they have, they kind of have the baby. And no, that was it. They're, they're on the bus and, and, you know, and they're like, they're like, oh, uh, keep it in. Like, there's Jerry screaming at her vagina going, well, you're not, we're not ready for you yet. <laughs> you know, and then there's a bit where Mel B was like, uh, one of them says, put your legs together and Mel B's like she should have thought about that nine months, nine ago. months ago I was like fucking hell alright <laughs> that's a bit like, it's not have you just, have the you tights just, are still on I was like yeah <laughs> I was like, like I was like, have you just slut shamed your friend? Yeah. <laughs> you shouldn't really be doing that. Um, there is, there is a few. Yeah, there are a few. Like with any old film, though, there are a few moments where you're like, is this uh, Yeah, maybe this one wouldn't fly now. But yeah, you know. but in the nineties, I know we're yeah. talking like twenty years ago now. Aren't yeah. we? Like, over oh, twenty so years. So scary ago. when you say it like yeah, that. It's old, yeah, it's old. Old, like we're old. Uh, oh, okay, you're, you're old. I'm ancient. We're ancient. Um, but yeah, but uh, yeah, it's it's still fun. Um, Oh, what are the kind of parts I want to talk about? There's the there's the guy, the dancing, the dancing men in that. In, they go to was it Malia or uh, Madrid? Oh yeah, the there's, there's um, 
they do the like Spanish. Yeah, the Spanish, and they're, they're doing like a video, and then they all come out, and they're all like these basically oiled up dudes kind of dancing, and they're like, no, we can't have this. This is totally inappropriate. <laughs> and they, then they put them in these like pink tuxedos. Yeah. And, uh, and Rich Lee Grant's saying, oh, we had a compromise. And what was the compromise? Chapless pants. <laughs> <laughs> and, and then all the girls are like, just stood around kind of like okay sure and then the guy who's like really fighting for like the nudity of the men is surrounded by loads of women, women just yeah. like ah yeah. yes yeah, this ah, is good. Yeah. Okay, I don't know yeah. if he's like maybe like, their, their you know his beard or something maybe <laughs> I don't know but again they played on McCarries because why they were taking a break like Emma Bunton has baby spice she's talking about how many teddies and yeah. you know things she has on her bed so she hasn't got any room for a dancer <laughs> to join her um, sorry you can't do, do you reckon he said let's you know he made a pass and then she's like well, no, I've got Woody Buzz. I, don't, I mean, I mean, I mean Woody, looked, Woody looked, and Buzz might be like different types of toys for all we know. <laughs> oh come on, it's babies. It's Emma Bunton. We don't she's, like to... tw- she's bloody twenty at I least. Know, but we don't like to think about that. Well, she's she's had kids, you know. What yeah, I mean? but she was only like eighteen, nineteen back then. That's no, still that's still above. La, la, la. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't think you want to think about Gary. I don't think you want to think about any of them having sex. No, well, I mean, I don't mind thinking about them having sex. I just I just don't want you to ruin the babies. Ruin the baby spices. Well, you know. Every, every, we all expect every Jer- baby grows up. Well, you know? we all expect Mel B and Jerry to be at it. Like we oh, right, so we can't... So. Well, we all know about the whole scandal recently of uh, Jerry Halliwell and Mel B having uh, relations. Oh! oh Jerry- no, actually, tell me more about that. I'm not, I don't think I've heard about this. Well, so, Mel B was on uh, Parkinson, UK chat show. Mm-hmm. No, not Parkinson. What's no. it called? Um, Jonathan Ross? Jonathan Ross is in this no, as well. No, what's the guy that everyone hates on morning TV? Oh, Piers Morgan. That's the one, yeah. <laughs> Gosh, I only watched it recently as well, yeah. So, got, it, got it in one. Got it in three, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so it was his chat show, and Mel B kind of alluded that her and Jerry had had intimate relations okay. while they were in the Spice Girls, which everyone was so shocked about. But I'm sure they've mentioned it in the past. Yeah, I know they've, you know, they were like, we're girls, we've, we've, we've out together yeah. all the time. I think, I think, again, Jerry's like a lady now, so yeah, I think it was yeah. promoting that I wasn't like that back yeah, in the day. Yeah. But yeah, it was all kind of controversial because mm. it came out. Well, that's controversial. You want like, yeah, yeah, well, yeah, a bit yeah. late for the controversy, yeah. but yeah, that all came out recently. That yeah, Mel B and Jerry got it on. Mm. So yeah, yeah. I mean, again, it's not really really that controversial to me. And I wasn't even shocked about. Yeah. I thought it already happened. So yeah. Yeah. <laughs> there you go, there you go. Well, it was like it was. I'm sure, like one. I think it was like the the Kevin Spacey scandal. Where they were like, oh, he's come out as gay. I was like, but he was always gay. Yeah, but we just uh, you, knew know, this. you know, yeah. you know, you know, all the horrible shit he's done. I'm I'm sure he came out as gay before, or or like, but maybe because I was kind of in the acting yeah. kind of sphere that I knew he was gay without him officially stating it in the public. I don't know. Um, are there any parts of the film, any other parts you want to talk about or you, that you really like or that you don't like? Um, no, I think collectively it was it was great. I mean, I love the tagline for the film is they don't just sing. <laughs> and boy, don't they. Like... Uh, and they don't really act either. <laughs> yeah. But again, like the film, um, so the film was written by uh, Simon Fuller, the manager's wife. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. And again, apparently, yeah, she, she didn't let the Spice Girls look at the script until they were really doing it. Um, that doesn't surprise me. But I think it was more to get a bit more of them. I think it was just basically, here's the kind of outline of what we're going to do. Yeah. You just kind of go up. Because I mean, I def- think definitely when you were watching it, you just felt like you were 
hanging out with them. Yeah. And it was just you felt I I didn't feel like I was watching, but I just felt like no. I was watching them. Yeah. As how they would And I think be. I think there was some there's some scenes where I think they just let them run riot. I think they just went, they're just we're just gonna turn the camera on. Like like when they're trying on the outfits and stuff and pretending to be all the pretending to be each other and they're pretending to be yeah. famous like, you know, uh like Marilyn Monroe and uh, Jackie Kennedy and all those other kind of things. Yeah, and they dressed up yeah, and like um you know, Mel C pretending to be um Jerry Halleck who well, who, well yeah. they all pretend to be. I think Emma. I think Emma Bunton plays Mel B. No, she I was think. Victoria. Oh yeah, she was. Yeah, because yeah, she's a yeah, and Sports selector. Victoria. Yes, yeah. <laughs> yeah, she looked, yeah, that was what I said. We were watching that. I said she looks like the Bow Selector version of Mel B. Yeah. Oh, my grips. <laughs> she did. Yeah, she pretty much did that. Yeah. She did yeah, and that was funny. And I think Sports was Victoria. Uh, Mel B was Jerry, and oh, I can't remember. They were all yeah. Right. I think the really run. I think the, the most random part of the film mm. was the aliens. Oh God, yeah. Why, why didn't I mention that? Yeah, like, yeah. They so just, the, they, the toilets bust. Yeah, they go out into the kind of wilderness. Meatloaf has a great line. They're like, "Why? Why have all the toilets broken, Meatloaf? Why have all the toilets broken?" And he's like, "And the manager's uh, like, will you fix it?" Yeah, will you fix it. Like, he's like, "I'll do anything for these girls, but I won't do. But that. I won't do that." <laughs> <laughs> what a great line! So yeah, they end up in the woods, and then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, this big UFO comes down, yeah. and then there's just these little aliens that. So, so I'll describe the aliens. They've got massive hands. Massive, massive hands. Yeah. Tiny heads. Troll-like hair, if you remember Trolls. Um, well, yeah, there was a movie the out the other day. Trolls. Spiky hair trolls, like, if you twist it. And, like, a Dracula cape. Yeah, like a big high-up cape that comes up behind And their the faces hands. are, like, like you know, like shrunken heads. Yeah, so look kind of like that. shiny. And they're speaking in a language that the Spice Girls understand. Yeah, so I love the fact that there's subtitles for us to understand it, but the Spice Girls <laughs> know exactly what they're saying. Yeah. yeah I mean, and they just, like, literally land to see if they can come to the concert. Like, Pretty much, have yeah. you got tickets? Yeah, by the way. There. Oh, you're the Spice Girls, yes. And then, and then one of them asks for a kiss, and they're like, yeah. right, Jerry, you're the most sexually invented. Yeah, you, you of, all, of all of us, you do it. You, you kiss the weird alien, and it's like, Ugh. yeah. And then it's like, can I have your autograph? Is you that know, free? You know what, girls? Court? You could have said no. Yeah, <laughs> you could. Yeah. You can always say no. But or... again, I think it was just. It was just. It was like, let's just throw everything in. Yeah. and see what we can get away with. And yeah. I think they just actually just did. Whatever. Yeah. I think I think they threw everything at the wall to see what sticks, but just it just happened that everything, everything stuck. Just stuck yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's. Um, but again, it was parody, and yeah. I think they they definitely set themselves up to set the makeup. There's themselves. definitely like the chemistry between all the girls is great. I, I yeah. do th- I do think they really get on. You can tell there's a lot of love there, and they care about each other genuinely, and they're having and you know you can see they're having fun, and and that comes across. You know, it's not pretend fun. Yeah. they're actually having fun. Yeah, I think it is. It was just an extension of themselves. I mean, obviously there was acting as. Yeah. Yeah, like, yeah, of course. Like, <laughs> air acting, quotes. Yeah. Gary is doing air quotes when he says acting. Well, yeah, it was. Yeah, it was just more of them. I like the bit where we're talking about the speedboat with the kid. <laughs> yeah, seasick the whole time. There's, there's this, they, they kind of there's two competition winners get to kind of hang out with the Spice Girls for a little bit. Yeah, and they go off and they're like, we're gonna have some fun on a speedboat, and and they're all dancing, they're singing. I think it's like my boy my lollipop. lollipop. Yeah, and all they're singing that. And this this one kid in the middle, the the boy, and they're all kind of dancing around, and and he looks. Like he's not really dancing or enjoying it. <laughs> he just looks like he's clinging on. <laughs> and he's just holding, Ill. he's holding their hands, and they're like, and he looks a bit off. And and I said, to, I was, I was just thinking, they're all surrounding him. He doesn't look right. 
He's like we can see him, like the circle's open enough for us to see him, but he just doesn't look that comfortable. He's not dancing, he's not really looking at them. He and just they're, green, and, they're, doesn't and he? they're looking directly at him, and I'm like, he's seasick. He's gotta be seasick. Yeah, he did not look comfortable. Yeah. And uh, I imagine that's not him being thrown from the speedboat. <laughs> like just hurling to the side to throw yeah. up. Um, I love the bit as well where Victoria's just sat there looking so unimpressed by everything that's going on around yeah. her. Um, I think again. Oh, we have to, the bus. The bus is iconic. Yeah. It's got the Union Jack on. Exactly, so. and the, the big peace sign on the back. Yeah, so the bus is essentially yeah. Joey Halliwell's dress from the Brit Awards. Yeah, pretty much. It had yeah. the peace sign on the back, and they've got spice on the top spice, as well. Uh, the spice bus. I mean, it's still around now. You can actually stay as a hotel. I mean, I mean, nowadays, I think a spice bus would be some sort of drug parlor. Oh yeah, especially, <laughs> yeah, especially around here. Yeah, but um, no, it's a hotel. You can stay on it now. Yeah, that's cool. Um, Remind not, it reminded me back in like most people won't remember this, like, but. Back it back in the nineties, they had like a McDonald's party bus in Blackpool, and you would you would basically have the birthday party on there, yeah. and you would go like go upstairs, and there's like where you sit down, you have all your McDonald's, and there's party games, and I think there's some like bars and stuff you could swing on. But it reminded me of that a little bit. Yeah, not not in a good way though. Like, no, probably not. No. That, that bus is pretty creepy. It's very like it's very like Tardis like. Well, yeah, because I said that to you because like the bus is just a bus like a double decker bus on the outside, <laughs> but then on the inside. It's literally huge. It's like it doubles in size. It is massive. Um, like I, I would happily live on on that bus yeah. for the rest of my life. And I don't know if you noticed because I didn't mention it when we mm. were watching it, but like each bit of the bus was a segment dedicated towards them. So yeah, yeah. Like so their the, ro- their room. Yeah, because yeah. like um, Emma Bunsen had a swing for baby's yep. bites, and then obviously um, Victoria had the closets mm. uh, with all the like clothes and stuff. Mm-hmm. So yeah, they had like a bit that kind of reflected each of their characters. I mean, I mean, I wonder what you know Emma Bunsen's been up to with that swing as well. I mean, you never know. <laughs> Again, don't ruin. Really, really <laughs> I'm ruining. I'm, innocent, I'm ruining the innocent fans <laughs> yeah, exactly, of all the Spice like, Girls. No, no, she's no. lovely. She's still just as gentle and nice as she was back then. Yes, I, I'm sure she is, but she might still like a bit of the other. <laughs> and again, I think, I think the film was very much a plug for the UK as well wasn't yeah. it because it was like this Union Jack boss and it, it went past every site in London you could yeah, see yeah. so I suppose if it's been seen around the world you've got exactly, yeah. Palace I'm sure um, did they do like a promotional tour with the bus you yeah um, yeah they did what well, I think they did I'm sure they, they did must have done. they must I mean, have I remember done when the, it makes absolute you know log- logistical sense well this is how like the, so the film when the they originally said it was coming out they mm. arrived at speedboats in Cairns mm. so Cairns Film Festival big massive festival wow Spice Girls rock up in white suits to launch the fact that they are doing Spice World the amazing movie. yeah that is so, like that, you know what that's kind of rock and roll and that. that's ballsy yeah like, that is ballsy girls with balls because Cannes is a very, you know, hoity-toity affair. Yeah. It can be very, you know, what have you. As, as a film festival, it's very artsy. But the fact that they kind of rock up and just be like, you know, we're doing a film. Suck it, Cannes. You know? Yeah. Uh, and, and, again, then, and then drive off. <laughs> and it was shown all over the world. Like, I did get... There's just a few little stats I got for yeah, this. Yeah, sure. Just, again, to put the film in context. Yeah, sure. Uh, it's released on Boxing Day here in the UK on the 26th of December. I remember going to see it at the cinema, actually. I imagine remember. that's a good tie for, for you know, Christmas number one as well. Well, yeah, because Too Much was their second UK number one. So, there yeah. Cross promotion. Um, yeah, exactly. Same time. Uh, two million opening weekend. Wow. So that's pretty good. Yeah. Um, What's the, what was the budget for the film? Do you know? It wasn't a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I can I can sort of tell. I think, yeah. I think, if you look at the aliens, you can definitely tell. I think it was like 200... Don't quote me on this again. Yeah. It's, I think it was like 200,000 yeah. something, even less. If, if, we're, if, we're, if we're wrong, guys, like, message us. Apologies, and let us know. yeah. <laughs> um, 
in America, it was released a bit later on. It yeah. was released more into the new year in 97. Uh, it was released over the Super Bowl weekend. Okay, cool. Uh, it made 10 million in America, and it broke records for the highest debut of a Super Bowl weekend film. Wow, really? So again, I mean, it's like... That is huge. That was the power of Spice World. Mm. Like, that was the power of the Spice Girls. The power of Spice World. Amazing. I mean, in today's context, it probably... <laughs> <laughs> it's not the Marvel Cinematic Universe or anything, yeah. but it's it's something. Um, I want to have a quick... Um, I got actually, like, surprisingly, I got quite a few comments about this particular podcast okay um from a few people so i'd like to read those out before we finish got a few minutes yet so i'm just gonna get that up on my phone so i've got a message from ben fenlon he is of uh of the super nerds uk podcast and he does for the love of horror which is um an event coming up and he does a facebook live uh really big fan of the show and i was a big i'm a big fan of him and dan burgess uh, knows him quite well he was on the last guest um, so they've got a little friendship as well. So he says, Spice World is genuinely one of my favourite guilty pleasure films. It's campy, hilarious, has a good soundtrack. The casting is ace. And to be fair, it came out at the height of their success. Yeah. So it could have been a lot worse. When my band used to tour for our, our gig, for our rider, we requested a DVD copy of Spice World. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> so every show they, we'd request this, we never got it once. We used to watch it. We used to watch it backstage a lot on a laptop. Nothing says rock and roll like Michael Barrymore teaching the Spice Girls <laughs> how to dance. That's amazing. I love that. That's, that's amazing. Like, what an amazing story. Thanks for that, Ben. That was that's a brilliant comment. And yeah. Yeah, I, I I have to agree with him. It's it yeah. is all of those things that he's described. Again, it is a guilty pleasure. I mean, like I think it didn't do very well in the Razzies. <laughs> no, prob- probably well, I, not. I think it actually did really well in the Razzies. Yeah. I think it cleaned up the house. <laughs> cleaned the house. Yeah. <laughs> cleaned out the Razzies. Fair enough. Um, you know, but there's there's even some good films that have been included in the Razzies. So fair enough. It's but, an award. <laughs> yeah. To be honest, I don't think they're making that much money. They'd even bother to yeah, care. They wouldn't even care. So uh, Dan Burgess. So I was just talking about him. He was on the show last week. Uh, he says. Um, this is on Twitter. Ben, Ben's comment was on Facebook. Uh, so Dan says, I liked it in Wannabe when Ginger said, as for me, ha, you'll see. Then we saw her nudie nudes came out. Whoopee! We did see. We did see it all. Yeah, it's funny actually to say that because it wasn't Jerry, but Mel B. If you watch the video, you can always see a nipple because she wears this green boot. Oh, right, yeah, right. And I remember, <laughs> I think it was my dad that said, he's like, you can see a nipple in the whole video. And I was like, <laughs> And I always get thanks, drawn thanks, to Thanks, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> thanks for pointing that out. And you're ruining the Spice Girls. You're making them not innocent. You're but, ruining but the them. thing is, now I've said it, you'll all go and look and you're all We're all going to watch Wannabe. Yeah. Just look out for that nipple. Mel-B's that nipple. one nipple. Um, my, speaking of Super Bowls, reminds me of Janet Jackson. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Nip slip. Oh, don't get me started on Janet. I love Janet Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> maybe that's a, maybe that's a, maybe we could do a Janet Jackson film next. Oh, my gosh. Janet Jackson film. Yeah, I'm sure. Um, she's been in some films. I, has she? Yeah, she's oh, been in some films. Yeah, she's been in you actually yeah, not very good one <laughs> well we, we can always we can always dive into your love of Janet via this film just okay. just like this podcast I think <laughs> I think we spent more time it's like the film's fine <laughs> yeah um, so yes uh, so another comment on Facebook from Howard Whittock um, I've always had a soft spot so I, I generally on Facebook and Twitter I've asked you know are you a fan do you have a favourite song so these are all kind of responses from that question yeah. so I've always had a soft spot for Mel C 
Probably because she's from Liverpool. Not, I think Howard might be originally from Liverpool. Not sure. Maybe. Tell me, Howard. Clarify it. But if you like Liverpudlians, then you're in. <laughs> the last two comments are from Liverpudlians. So. Again, we all have our favourites. Exactly. Melcy was a Scouse, so she was doing it for the Scousers. Now, I'm keeping it in the family with this comment. Oh, OK. It is my sister, Sophie Brazier, on, uh, on Instagram, at SophieB31, if you want to follow her. And Howard Whittick's on Facebook, and Dan Burgess is at DanBurgess01, and Ben Fenler is also on Facebook with Super Nerds UK, and For the Love of Horror, because I forgot to mention those. But Sophie says, you forget the Spice Girl posters and wallpaper I had along with the tapes and an outfit for Sporty Spice. Hashtag Spice up your life. <laughs> Wallpaper. Yeah, she had everything. She wow, had it all. She great. had a video game. She had everything. So maybe that's my kind of... I kind of sort of absorbed it through Your my sister, sister, I think. Um, but it wasn't something I was going out of my way to, to find. I did remember her going to see the film. And I, was, and I think they invited me. And I was like, nah, I don't want to watch that shit. No. I'll, wait, I'll wait another 20 years. <laughs> and tapes. Even when you just say tapes nowadays. Yeah, exactly. Tapes. Side yeah, A, cassettes. side B. You know, you know, I was talking earlier about um, the, the girl I used to fancy and doing like the Spice Girl things. I wanted to do like a similar thing with like, like a boy group. Um, and I wasn't really into music, so I bought a tape. And it was called... <laughs> It's called Boys, Boys, Boys with a Z on it. Oh dear. And I was like, and I think, you know, I think some of my parents might have thought I was going, I was going I think to come out. you be a homosexual. Yes, I think that was, yeah, I think that's what was happening. Uh, they also thought I watched The Little Mermaid too much, so maybe they thought I was going to come out as well. <laughs> but no, I am, I am straight, uh, last time I checked, so. But um, yeah, that was, I wanted to do like a similar thing to kind of like. Boys with a Z. Yeah, I was, it was all just boy bands, collection of boy bands, like three tapes or something. Cassettes guys tapes are you know we used to you imagine rewinding music you, yeah can you imagine that instead of just skipping and and skipping back yeah because it had used to have on the cassette you said the <coughs> time that each song was you yeah that's right you had to forward it to the exact time and then you had to and you, you had to get like a little pencil in there if the tape if came it, out yeah you unreeled you know it's again, i used to love cds and tapes because i used to love that thing again like getting an album yeah and having the cover and looking at the pictures yeah. and then learning the lyrics yeah exactly i used to love that and then as all well. the artists you have a little bio yeah, and stuff. And you have all sorts of facts and figures yeah. and stuff. And and yeah, I, I used to like to go into like HMV and, and what have you and like find stuff. Yeah, you know, like I discover days stuff. Of yeah, like you find a film, you're like, oh, this sounds interesting. I'll, I'll get this. I feel like, like we should bring them back. When we've had records, yeah. I definitely think we now I think, need cassettes. I think cassettes are coming back. I heard somebody said something the other day to me that cassettes coming I back. I think. Should've... I think Dan uh, last week on the podcast said they might be, so we'll we'll see. Bring we'll back see. sets, guys. Yeah. So that's all the comments. I think I think we've said all we can about Spice World. With yeah, this. I mean, I'd say I think we'd talk more about my feelings of Spice yeah. Girls because there isn't much to say about Spice no, World apart no. from it's a guilty pleasure. Yeah, I think I think it's I think it's if you're looking for some campy, very nineties, very British English fun and silliness, yeah. and and you're a fan of the Spice Girls, or you like at least like the music. Give it a watch. There's some great actors in it. There's some funny moments. There's some not so great moments in it as well. But generally, it's definitely not the worst film I've ever seen. Yeah. Without, without a doubt. But I've had a lot of fun with this. Um, I'm really glad I had you on. I'd like to have you on again in the future. We'll talk about cool. something. Um, another film. or if You you just let me know what you want to chat about. You can just hear more about my life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just, just, just the biography of Gary. Yeah, my biography is coming out in stores. Um, I've got an That's album coming out. Well, you save that for your own podcast. Yeah, I, <laughs> I teach 
needs, I don't have any. <laughs> <laughs> no problem. Well, I'm just going to let people know where they can find us on uh, on the social medias. Mm. Um, so you can find uh, this podcast and the page on Facebook at Secret Balls. You type that into the search bar. On Twitter at Dan underscore Balls. Instagram, it's Spider Dan Secret Balls, or one word. Um, the podcast is available on Podbean, iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, YouTube, and many, many more. Wow. So, uh, yeah, a lot of places. <laughs> Thank you very much for coming, Gary. No, this has great. been really fun. I'm glad you took the time to, to come over and talk about Spice Girls, Jerry, and Spice World. Yeah. Bye bye.